What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to Just Another Failure Podcast. We got a couple sponsors to shout out before the episode, people that support us, people that you might have seen on the show. If you guys want to not get hooked up on products, go ahead and skip to about three and a half minutes and you'll get into our episode. But if you guys are rad and want to support rad products, stay tuned because we're going to hook you guys up with some rad promo codes and tell you some companies that support us. First off, we have Muertos Coffee. They are out of Winters, California. They are firefighter owned and operated and use promo code. Uh, let's see, what do we have over there? Just another failure, and you're going to get 20% off, plus 5% of all proceeds are going to go back to our first responders and our frontline workers out there on the line. Also hit up Heatwave Visual. They will have your eyes protected. they got gear. they got sweatshirts. Best in the business. Use promo code FAIL for 10% off. You're going to be stoked. They are the most comfortable sunglasses. they got the best rating out there with their lenses. Also, if you like our flags in the background, check out um, 30 Seconds Out out of uh, Sun Valley, Idaho. They are <clears throat> veteran-owned and operated, and they got rad gear out there. But what else do we got with these guys? Um, we also got our boys over at uh, Rockwell, which is, I mean, if you're looking for an athletic watch, if you're looking to just be looking sick with a nice watch, go hit up rockwelltime.com and uh, use... Use failure twenty at checkout for twenty percent off. They got everything though too. Like they're not got, just watches; they're moto goggles. They got everything. CrossFit gear. I'm just saying, supplements. I'm just saying, like that's their main thing is watches. But these guys got shirts. They got proteins. They got all sorts of stuff. So go to uh, Rockwell Time. Go check out what they got on their website. Everything these guys do is honestly amazing. Use failure twenty for twenty percent off your order. And then uh, we also got. Our boys over at Canna Dips. Yeah, exactly. Slap it up. So um, pack me a lipper here real so quick. So these are, these are CBD pouches. It's a chewing tobacco alternative, so completely tobacco-free. All natural uh, products are used in, in the making of it. So these things are sick, and obviously CBD-infused, so they help. I mean, if you get sore like we do from working out, helps with that. If you got, like, that anxiety and need to get a little calm down. These guys will help you out. Um, out they of got, Humboldt, California, so yeah, they are in the Green Triangle. They're in the they're in the heart of Humboldt. So, um, but these guys got all sorts of insane flavors too. So good. And uh, if you go to their website, Canadips.com, use Fail Twenty at checkout and get twenty percent off of your order as well. So go get some of those. And last but not least, you can support us by tuning into Anchor.fm. You can support us for just a dollar a month. Or head over to our website, www.justanotherfailure.com. Check it out. Grab a t-shirt. You guys can support us if you like what you see. Don't forget to follow us, subscribe to us, check us out. Otherwise, enjoy the episodes. Enjoy, guys. Why are you stealing my thunder? (laughs) (laughs) What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Failure Podcast with myself, Devin, my buddy, Matt. And we got an awesome guest with us today. We got our good buddy. Uh, I mean, I don't even know how to introduce you. Michael Stephen Clark. Michael Michael Stephen Stephen Clark. Clark. (laughs) A.K.A. Mr. Hucker. How are you, buddy? I am great, dude. It's a beautiful day. Warmed up. Spring break. 
Spring break. Wee. Sun's out. Yeah, it show, showed up a little gloomy this morning. Yeah. Got some nice uh, sun outside. Yeah, it was so overcast this morning when I was surfing. You couldn't even see the waves coming in. Was it that it was bad? Nuts. Yeah, well, you get the glare from the clouds, and it's like kind of hard to tell when it's going to break. Sun's but, out. Uh, Huckers' buns were out. They were. Do you have short shorts this morning? Or are you in the wetsuit? Always short there? shorts. Always short shorts? No, nah, wetsuit for sure today. Strictly short shorts. <laughs> Where did you surf at this morning? Uh, Like Magnolia, Huntington okay. Beach. Hell yeah. Yeah. How were, was it? And were you just getting barrel full? Dude, you didn't know it. Just, <laughs> so Dude, just going straight every wave. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even turn. Turning, never heard of it. No, no. Well, uh, welcome to the show, dude. We've been trying to get you on for, for quite some time, and you've just been... Kind of too cool for us, but it's whatever. <laughs> but no, we're stoked to have you on. And uh, for, I guess we kind of actually do need to introduce you because not everybody uh, knows exactly who no, you are. No, everyone knows. Who Hi, everybody. Are. I am me. I am. Welcome to the podcast. I am Mike Hucker Clark. I ride bikes. <laughs> I just want more stories between you two at Sheep growing up because you have a bunch of good stories of just you well, guys. Just wait, what's up. Sheep? Sheep. For the people that don't know. Yeah. Oh, you know. Sheep Hill. Well, so this it's, is uh, what I'm trying to say. Is that place right there? That, oh, oh sheep. Man. Marked for life. Uh, well, uh. so for everybody who doesn't actually know who Mr. Hucker is over here, he is a professional BMX rider. Rides for, if you can't see that sick hat, low-key humble brag. Uh, he's, <laughs> he is a Red Bull athlete as well, which gives him some pretty cool things to do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we can start, I guess, we can start. Uh, we can start with with me and Hucker growing yeah. up. I mean, the I, glory days. Yeah. Because <laughs> when did when did I you mean, start calls, riding BMX? He calls me an old man now, which makes me feel rough. So hey, at least you have all your hair. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> True. I've been trying to get him to get the mullet going. He was so close. And then I he, tried, he and then I just my hey, hair's hey, too fluffy. Scared money don't make money. You have that cool hair though that like it, it relaxes and it chills. Mine just turns into a small afro. So that's amazing. No, that's even it's, better. It's, it's unique. Tough. You don't see that every day. And it's gray, so it would be pretty. That unique. is gorgeous. Dude, the afro mullet that just yeah. needs to happen. Yeah. But so, how old were you when you started running BMX? Um, I always made little jumps and rode ever since I was a little kid. I got for my twelfth birthday, I got a GT Fueler. Road Fools 4 and went to Sheep Hills for my first time. And that's when I really got introduced to the scene. And, um, dude, I've been hooked ever since. It's still my favorite place to ride Sheep Hills still to this day. And there's some of the shittiest jumps in California. They're the worst, <laughs> but they're the best at the same time. Is this too close? Am I blowing it out? All right, that's yeah. better. Cool. No, it's... Uh, I see you guys like this. I'm trying to do it, but I talk too loud. So. No, you're good. Yeah, uh, no, you're, you're solid. It's better than the people that are like a mile away and you can't Ooh. hear them at yeah, all. Yeah, we got like people that talk so, like way out here. And... So at least you're like in it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was kind of the same as you. I grew up riding there too, and that's obviously where I met you, which was... I had to have been... You were a girl. I was a little guy, yeah. <laughs> How old are you now? Like 26? I'm 26 now. How yeah. old are you, Hunter? 33. Okay, yeah, so you and I are the same age. Okay. Yeah. I was probably, I had to have been like. You're a lot more established. You're like an airplane helicopter pilot. I'm just <laughs> hey, trying don't to let, hey, don't, let it, don't let it fool you. He's not that established. <laughs> not that established. He's not, he's not that cool. <laughs> oh, no, but uh, I had to have been, what, 12, 13 area when yeah. I probably met you? No. Yeah. And I remember thinking you were the coolest fucking dude down there. He is the coolest dude I don't down know there. about that. But. No, I, well, but, like, when you're a kid, like, seeing somebody, like, hit the jumps yeah. down there and you were throwing flips and 360s and all this. Yeah, I that, mean, that was, like, me showing up right after my 12th birthday. 
I pull in, I like make that last turn and I see tits and I see Sean Butler on a purple bike. That's the name of a jump. There weren't it's, actually It's boobies. a jump. All the jumps have names. <laughs> no, he saw was, trails. No, you saw tits. There were, <laughs> I saw tits. There, and there, there was a guy with spiky bleached hair yeah, doing there, a 360 tabletop on a purple bike. There weren't actual boobies just hanging out. It's not that kind of place. You can bring your kids. It's a great place. Yeah, it is a great place. <laughs> But um, yeah, like I, I still remember those days like so vividly, yeah. seeing my heroes there, you know, and it was yeah. the sickest thing ever. Well, because that, I mean, it's crazy to think Sheep Hills is a legendary dirt yeah. jump spot for it's BMX. I mean, it's, it's yeah. world renowned. Oh yeah, people like, still to this day come to California and make it a point to go check out Sheep Hills. Multiple people, and they're from always so let down. <laughs> they get there, they're well, like, so, this place dude, sucks. But like Sheep had its like glory days though, when like oh, we had a dude, full team out there working yeah. on stuff, and everything was nice, and you were like. Sheep was yeah. sick. Yeah, and and you know what? That's one of the crazy things about sheep. Like it goes through so many phases. You know, mm-hmm. like like we had our glory days. You know, right? Um, and then before you came on the scene, there was times where it got all shitty. And then before that was freaking just as good, if not better. You know? Yeah. Um, well, the part about sheep though, like every year it'll flood, yeah. and you guys have to rebuild the course yeah. every single summer. Yeah, where like wetlands, it's kind of more taken care of. It's tarped; it doesn't flood as much, and the jumps kind of stay pretty prime year round. A couple of the pits will flood out, but like sheep go- turns into a lake. <laughs> yeah, the, the dirt's way better at wetlands. Uh, at, at, wetlands? at wetlands, when it's moist, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm talking sheep in July where you're riding moon dust. Yeah, it's the worst. It's a little tough. <laughs> you have to pedal at sheep, too. No. Like, you have to pedal. But that's the coolest there. part about sheep, though, is that it's, it's like... keeping you out of the gym. It's, it's like, hard to ride there, too, though. Like, Dude. you have to know what you're doing <laughs> yeah. to ride there. Yeah, I remember back when I was in high school, Corey Nastasio had his trails out in Riverside, mm-hmm. and he was selling the house or whatever. They had their final jam, and I was, like, 15, and I wasn't able to go. I didn't get an invite, plus... Like, my parents were going to let me to go out there to some crazy <laughs> Just party. go hang out with Corey Nastasio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not letting you hang out with that tattoo crazy BMX guy. Yeah, and I remember that week, like, literally the next week after, or the week after the weekend. Um, the singer? Everybody, yeah, right. Love everybody him. was talking about the jam, and I was just, like, so bummed because I knew it was going to be gone. Chris Muller's coming on? We're, we're trying we're, to, we're, yeah. Dude, we're that would be sick. It. Sorry. Maybe we'll... Hey, stop giving away our guest list. Maybe we should list. do like Hucker and Chris Muller together. Like, that'd be cool. That'd be a cool That'd be show. dope. That'd we'll be we'll, get, in, we'll yeah. get into the yeah. S&M <laughs> side of things in a little bit, but... All right, anyways. Nostalgia's house jam. This is going to be a rant episode, I can already tell. shit. All right, so, you know, it's Monday or Tuesday. Everyone's talking about how sick the jam was, and I'm bummed because the jumps were like some of the biggest jumps in California. They were huge at the time. Yeah. And um, everyone was talking about it and how sick it was and everything. And I looked at Butler. He was there, Sean Butler. And I was like, hey, Sean, do you think I could have jumped those jumps? Because I was like 15. And he looked at me straight in the eyes. He said, Hucker, if you could jump every jump here at Sheep Hills, you could jump any jump in the world. This is by far the hardest place in the world to ride. Yep, it really and is. And I swear by that still to this day, dude. If I, you could jump everything comfortably, you'd be fine anywhere. I tell kids that all the time, yeah. too, when they're like, oh, like you wouldn't rode that pot like that. And I'm like, that going anywhere else is a breeze. Yeah. Riding at sheep. It, it's intimidating. It, it can be intimidating. But it's so much easier. It's so much easier well, that's what to, you guys say about wetlands all the time it, because well, wetlands just flows wetlands so look, well. Wetlands looks so scary. Yeah, they're, you ride but those they're jumps, so easy. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, you literally and, just like pull up off a lip kind of and it just puts you right over. Yeah. Sheep, you have to try. Well, it's funny because... No, I, you don't try. You work. Yeah, yeah, it's that, a little bit more than try. Because I lived down the street for wetlands for like almost a year and a half. 
but I never saw the trails open. They were closed every single time. So I've never actually like watched anyone. Oh, actually. no way. Yeah, I always miss Wednesday rides somehow. Yeah. But um, that place is like every time I watch your guys' videos, everything's so effortless, it looks like for you guys. Are, but their jumps, like your lips are like 13, 14 feet tall. Like you guys have massive lips on those things. Super yeah, it's, it's fun. <laughs> and you guys have like badass transfer lines that you guys are yeah. going over there now, like just really big stuff. And yeah, wetlands is they just make it look so easy because well, Hawker's just so good. Now, what know? about the San Clemente trails? Uh, those ones are sick. I've only been there a handful of times. Uh, Keith digs there all the time. Nasty's been going out there a lot lately. Yeah. I was gonna say that's kind of a nostalgia spot too. Yeah, right? those are really fun. Also, yeah, those um, look super fun. They, we they, stumbled they don't... upon them on a mountain bike ride the uh, other day. Oh yeah, yeah, that's sick. They're fun. Uh, they don't have a huge crew down there though. It's yeah. just like Keith well, and a couple guys well, for, nasty occasionally for Fernando. not having a big crew those trails look nice yeah they put in a lot of work down there yeah that place a is lot sweet. of work but so, um where do you like what sheep hills is off obviously your preference but like where else do you like to ride on the west coast well, as far as like trails like down here wise before quarantine oakley i have some trails at oakley yeah. i haven't been allowed to go there since covid hit you it's know still you're still I'm locked out of the lab still not allowed to go and it's outside it's it's just a whole nother story but that thing that we were just talking about, how sheep's the hardest place in the world to ride, Oakley is some of the biggest jumps in Southern California. They're massive. They're twice yeah, yeah. as big as wetlands, if not bigger. So much more intimidating, but they're even easier than wetlands. They're yeah. just way scarier. I, when I saw you building those and starting to ride those, I was like, dude, now you, you kind I want to ride those so you bad. You kind of built up what Oakley is now, because I've watched a yeah. lot of your videos on the internet, and that's kind of like your little creation. Yeah, down there, that was right? him. That was, well, that's all you, right? So they had the Oakley Dirt Lab for probably over 10 years. And it was a pump track. Yeah. There's like a mountain bike line going it's like around it. Like a little it. tabletop, like well, kind of. Before that, it was just like a little mountain bike jump thing, and the trail was only like two feet wide on the side of the hill. Yeah, yeah. And, like when Hawman was there, when like Kate and Hawman worked down there, that's all it was when I went there years yeah. and years ago. Yeah. But yeah, and it was sick for what it was. Yeah. And then Steve Blick, my my old team manager, got let go. Uh, shout out to Steve uh, Skirto. He's the man. And Blick, they're both no longer there anymore, but. They're still awesome. But <laughs> anyways, um, Blick told me, he's like, yeah, you know, you got X Games coming up. He's like, we have this Oakley Dirt Lab. Why don't you come here and, you know, build whatever you want so you could train for X Games there? And I was just like, dream come true. Did this really just happen? He's like, yeah, we have water. We have a bobcat you could use. And I'm just like, is this like, real I don't life? have to use just a shovel? Like, it's, it's such like a catch-22 because like you use a bobcat, you're doing just as much shovel work because you're moving so much dirt that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. Like it's just as much shovel work. It, yeah. It's awesome and I love it. I'm so thankful for it because you get a lot more done. But everybody thinks that just because you have a bobcat, you don't need to use a shovel. Well, it's, it's a little nicer yeah. using a bobcat to move, you know, a, no, it, a fourteen foot no, lip rather than yeah. trying to sack it <laughs> with just No, a I shovel. mean it's it's incredible, you yeah. know. But when you're building the jump by hand, everything is so much more precise. Right. Like every stack actually counts. So you build it exactly how you want it the first go. I built Oakley all the jumps before I even got to ride him because we only had a little bit of time to do it while the dirt was good. The first jump was like two three feet tall and it was like a four or five foot of a step down and it was a 19 foot gap and there's a bush in the middle so it was completely blind the next jump was 22 feet and i thought i built it way too big and i flew past it didn't even hit the landing we had to make it bigger three different times for it to work and uh but that's because we built it all without testing it you know right. when you do it by hand you you build it you ride it and then you fine-tune it then you move on to the next one Well, when you're kind of like shaping a lip too with a shovel like you can kind of feel yeah. how that's gonna feel yeah. on a bike like you can feel the transition so you know kind of what's gonna happen where 
if you're just using a bucket, it's that's hard. It's div- I mean, some guys could do it that are super. Some talented. guys can, yeah, that are like. I way will too say good though, it, but... like BMX jumps, like hand built BMX trails, are like the coolest looking. It's, art, it's a piece dude. of art. It's art. Yeah. I mean, there's those trails it's out dirt like art. Yeah, like England. There's like soil. There's a bunch of trails out soil in England art. that just have these crazy yeah. lines. Just looks like a perfect piece of art just going through the trees out there. Yeah, it's it's rad, man. Well, they're out there using trowels and shit too. They're like shaping their stuff and like making it look all nice. Super English. Yeah. It's all proper. Yeah. They like then, a garden running through it all, like little river. They do. It's very royal. Yeah. <laughs> what, what what's the they're word? Quite, they're quite nice jumps. No, what's the very uh, nice jumps? It's uh. What's what do you got? What, going what's the word that they always like to use? I, I don't know. Rubbish. No, that's trash. If something's like neat, or what? What do they use? Neat. They use neat. No, there's. Oh, we'll come back to it in a little bit. It's gonna come to me in a second, but yeah, mint. Mint. Uh, mint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking mint, <laughs> mate. It's just fucking mint. <laughs> that's funny. Have you rode in England? Yeah. 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 I've um went out there for Red Bull uh, Empire of Dirt. Which was Kai Forte contest, and it was so sick, massive dirt jumps. But he had like a twenty foot tall curved wall ride and like these crazy obstacles. That was so rad. And then, um, well, this was actually in Wales. We did Red Bull Quartermaster. Okay. It was a mega ramp quarter pipe made out of dirt. Yeah. And Baz put that all on, and that was sick. It was in Wales, but we went to England to get there. Yeah. And then I've done uh, the Goodwood Festival of Speed. They Goodwood built jumps. So it fun. was rad. That's one of my favorite festivals. I've Have ever. you been? Yeah. It's so sick. Dude, I went like five, four or five years ago now. My buddy, um, his dad's Barry Sheen, who was a big super bike racer in all of England. And so my buddy was like, hey, I'm doing this event. And he kind of like humble bragged it. And I wasn't thinking about it because I was on the road. He's like, I got this event out in Goodwood tomorrow. If you guys want to come, I have extra tickets. I'm just doing like a you little show. You just throw it around like yeah. it was like some little and like thing. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh, that would be dope. Let's roll. And then all of a sudden I'm like, dude, this is the Goodwood Festival yeah. of Speed. Like this isn't, this isn't just some small event. Yeah. And, just a quick little event, yeah. you know. And like, you might have heard of that it. That guy's house is dope. Dude, and, it's so sick. Dude, I met Felix. The guy oh, that jumped Bumgardner? out of space there, yeah. yeah Bumgardner? Dude, oh, that dude, is gnarly. Yeah. Did you get to go to the uh, after party? No, oh. we, those peasants weren't allowed in the ball. <laughs> they, yeah, dude, it's, like, it's proper. Like, you yeah. have to, like, oh, yeah. tuxedo and stuff and stuff yeah. at the well, after party. And be invited, yeah. and, like, it's, it's a big deal, yeah. They saw Hawker's mullet, and we're like, They're like, yeah, no. <laughs> the crazy part is... This guy's were... going around drunk, biting everyone. He's not coming. <laughs> the track that they use is basically his driveway to his house. Yeah. It's like, that's what the track yeah. is. Yeah. Like, that's the gnarly part about Goodwood. But that's sick, so you got to ride at Goodwood. Yeah. How were the jumps that you guys built? There? Super fun. We just did. Um, it was kind of like a. It was like a demo, but made it made look like a contest, you know. And uh, they hired Kai Forte to go out there and his brother Leo to build the jumps, just to just uh, be something for the spectators to see, you know. Yeah, de- decent little show. decent little show, I'd say. Yeah, that was fun. It's all right. Well, let's talk about. I mean, you already brought it up being with Red Bull. Like, when did you actually get your Red Bull deal? people ask this because I can never remember. I think oh. it was 2012. <laughs> Could have been 11. All right. Well, <sighs> it was 12 or 11. It's been a while. It's been a minute. But I mean, might have been 13. I don't know. It's like eight or nine people, years now. People at Red Bull are like, Jesus Christ, this guy really? Are we kidding yeah, me right now? No, now, this, I'm pretty sure this is my ninth year. Ninth year. Damn, really? It's been nine years. Crazy. Maybe eight. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, either way, either way, pretty pretty decent. But I mean, well, you let me got put this in front of that. Yeah, there sure. we go. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys can see that. <clears throat> Red Bull, yeah. <clears throat> no, but you got picked up by Red Bull, which was, I mean, even for everybody here, 
Like, that felt like a win for all the local boys, too. We were like, dude, Hawker finally got sponsored by Red Bull. Like, everyone was so amped for you. And it's like, what was that like when you actually, you know, got signed to Red Bull? That dude, had to have been a dream come true. A dream, like, so beyond that. Yeah. I remember um, I was in high school, and I heard Red Bull sponsored a chess tournament, like the board game chess. And I was like, that's so stupid. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> dude, right? And uh, I thought about it. I was like, dude, that's so badass. Like, they literally sponsor everything across the board everything. everything i was like they sponsor a chess tournament are you kidding me and i remember like that like day i thought of that i was like dude if i ever like before i ever thought i would be pro but always wanted to be pro i was like i'll never ride for a company unless it's red bull and it happened you know yeah and uh shout out to tim fuzzy hall you're the man thank you for getting me on um yeah dude it's been a dream come true so much more than i ever could have dreamed of yeah you know that's like a whole family once you're yeah. part of like the red Red Bull community like they're like very tight niche and oh. how they take care of you guys everyone that I know that rides for Red Bull or flies for Red Bull whatever it is like Red Bull does really cool stuff yeah they do members. so much cool stuff and the cool thing is they want their athletes to be a part of everything yeah, yeah they want all their athletes to like do stuff yeah. together which is sick because yeah, you I get mean a, you, we were talking a, about it yeah, yeah you get to meet different athletes from all different sports collaborate get to know each other and um, you know bounce off bounce ideas off each other you know and like, that's how some of the greatest stuff ever came up, you know? Now, Oakley was kind of like that for a while, too, especially yeah. when Jim was running the company. Yeah. He used to really want everyone to intermingle with each yeah. other all the time. And that was, like, that was a cool part about Oakley. Like, you were part of the Oakley team. Like, you did everything that everyone else did at Oakley, yeah. too. So he's, I think he's still a part of the Oakley team. Uh, not was. Well, so. I hope so. <laughs> you are part of the Oakley I, <laughs> I just sure meant when Jim was, like, when <laughs> yeah, Jim was running yeah, yeah. Oakley. No, 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 prior, no, I know. prior to the sale. But, I mean you have some of the coolest brands that you get to ride for and rep and then Oakley being Southern California and Vans still, yeah. right? So two big, big world companies. And S&M. Yeah, and S&M. Yeah, and Anna. He's got, yeah. he's They're got like all Orange world. County. Yeah, all, right. <laughs> all the local boys, he's just staying down here. No worries. <laughs> Keeping it in the family. Vans is a right? super cool one. Steve Van Doren to yeah. do that. Dude, he is the man. Yeah. I remember um, the Vans Let It Ride contest in 2005. I think it was. Yeah, it was 2005. I graduated in 06. Um, we went there. I went there with Ben Snowden and Sean Logan, and we snuck into the contest just to ride, you know? <laughs> and um, it was the day before the contest. It was my the day after my 18th birthday, and I landed my first double flip at the contest. And everybody was like, holy shit, who is this guy? Like, he just <laughs> double flip. like. And then um, I almost landed the first ever 1080 at the time. No one had ever landed one. I, like, I have to say that at, at the, the time. At the because time. now it's like a 1080s, like, oh, dude, yeah. people are just Casual. doing that, like, normal. Yeah, like, it was like Ryan Nyquist, who's the only one that was trying them back then. Yeah. And I remember I was over-rotating sevens, and Savage was like, Hucker, you should just try seven. Just or try, a 1080. Try, try and keep and I, going. Dude, I told Skip him. Skip a nine. I told him, I was like, you're an idiot. And I tried another <laughs> seven and over-rotated super big, bad because the jumps were huge. And he looked at me, and he just went like this. And I tried it, got it all the way around to the tires, and then tipped over and was like... Yeah, I'm alive. And then I, I did a double flip. Yeah, I did a double flip right after that, and um, that's when I got invited into the contest. But anyway, so best trick happened. Snuck your way in. Yeah, snuck invited. my way in. Got invited. <laughs> best trick happened, and I did another double flip. Tried another 1080, and I that's lost. All, hey, that's I, all you had to do I to lost, get in. I lost. Diogo Canino won. He did a front flip no hander to turn down, and it was right when front flips were like right when like they first started popping them and going high you know yeah. Yeah. and he did a combination like multiple tricks in it and he won 
like hands down, like he was the man. And Steve Van Doren came up to me right after. He's like, you wrote amazing. Give me a hundred dollar bill. And I was just like, what? Is this real life? You're like, is that a sponsorship right Dude. there? Then he, he's like, yeah, we're having an after party. We got to go to the penthouse suite. There was like a bowling alley at the Hard Rock. Steve Van Dorn was up there. You're so like, cool. I'm going to throw more double flips and 10 like, yeah, right? <laughs> Sign me up. They're like offering me drinks at the bar. I'm like, I'm only 18. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> I low-key. No, I never really drank. Really? No. I mean, the first time I ever drank was senior prom. Nice. Like, yeah. Had a couple that, of beers. That's a good time to drink. Yeah. yeah senior ball's a good time. Yeah. Oh, My date man. left me because her boyfriend got in a fight. Was in the <laughs> hospital. <laughs> True story. <laughs> oh, that's neither here nor there. High oh, school yeah. struggles. Yeah, yeah. I just remember my senior ball. We were we were drinking on the way to the prom, and are like they're so adamant, like you guys aren't allowed to drink or yeah. anything. We're, dude, we're sitting in Benny Hanna's. Like we're wait, at, you actually went to prom with a girl? Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Oh, sorry. Nope. Just because flying has taken over, I haven't really dated No, no, no. Go ahead. Keep, keep, your, keep your story Jesus. going. My bad. My bad. Man, this guy's a tough crowd. <laughs> my bad. Right? My bad. Don't get to date a lot, Mike. Anyways, our, <laughs> dude, we see our limo driver walking into Benny Hanna's. Time like, out. Where the hell's my pink limo? With my squirt gun oh, and my ice cubes. I told, I told you, coming. I'm pissed off. The guy uh, didn't show up. I told, I'm, I'm waiting for so the call back. He's we, getting a stern talking. We dude, were don't supposed worry. to pick up Hucker today in a pink limo. Pink with limo. I wanted interior. a super soaker Zucker. and a bucket of oh, ice cubes. Extreme. Yeah. So we're gonna do and that a nine iron. Ne- <laughs> we have the nine iron. Yeah, I'll grab you the nine iron. I think we have a super soaker around here somewhere. I told you, I'm giving that guy a stern talking to. I can't believe he didn't show up. He yeah, had to right? drive here. I am, <laughs> I am baffled. We're, we're working on the limo for the next one. Oh, but, geez. dude, our senior prom, our limo driver comes in, and we thought we got caught. He's, like, walking into our dinner and, like, coming up to us. And he basically told us, like, the drive shaft on the car snap. We're like, what the hell? Like, oh, what? Geez. And so, like, the rest of the night, it turned into, like, just whoever's limo or rate van was available to take yeah. us to the next stop. <laughs> Dude, so, like, we walked out of dinner and uh, it's, like, like, 1967 white limo picks That's us so up. Rad. Oh, dude, like, the jank. a little boomerang on the back. It did. It did. <laughs> and we got, like, the jankiest limo to pick us up. And then we leave prom and there's just a van outside just waiting for us. I'm like, where'd the van come from? Yeah. Like, so, my all, seat- the, all the dudes were like, oh, yeah. All the chicks were like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> Literally, that was our group. Like, if you ask any of the girls in our group, they're just like, that was the worst night of our life. And all the guys were like, no, that, that was, was awesome. That was honestly the best <laughs> night of my life. <laughs> Cruising through San Francisco in rape vans and old 60s limos. I mean, can't can't get through that. Uh, are you even living if you if you haven't done that? So we should get, like, the old limo with the little antenna on the back. And that's what we'll pick up Hucker. That'd next be time. sick. Next time. Hey, Muller would be stoked. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll get Muller on that, yeah. Double. Who else is on there? We can't. Hey, don't be disclosing our names on here, all right? Um, he spelled one of them horribly, but that's fine. Did I? Did I fuck one of them off? Mac and... Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll let that one run like that. But. You told me to spell it like that. You, that's your fault. No, there's a K and an I, not a C and an A. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I am I do a podcast, Matt. I'm clearly not that educated. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. But uh, let's talk about, two getting into X Games. That had to have been another pretty big fucking deal for you. Yeah, that was um, another dream come true. They took dirt away. Jeez, I don't even remember. I remember Bowen won at least three of them back to back, and then they just took dirt out. Yeah, completely and got rid of for it. like a long that. time. I remember that. Yeah. And they brought it back. They did this thing called the Global X Games, where it was in like four or five different countries. Mm-hmm. And the Brazilian stop, they were gonna have dirt, and I got invited to that, and I was just like, "Holy crap!" Like I'm on Red Bull now. 
I'm going to X Games. Like it all happened. Dude, like it was everything so was so crazy. Like for like a certain amount of time, like every year, it just was getting crazier and crazier and crazier and crazier. You know, and um, dude, it was the sickest experience ever. TJ Ellis should have won. He got robbed, hands down. Shout out to TJ Ellis. Call Ball Doc. You're the man. I love you. You killed it there. TJ got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Dude, the whole crowd was booing, really? like going nuts. Like, I bet the judges were scared for their life. But that's another thing. I also would never want to be a judge. That has got to be the that's hardest gotta con. So that's got to be the hardest job in the world. So Dude, tough. Judge. Yeah. Like, judge no matter what tough. you do, whether you do everything perfectly right or wrong, you're going to. You're still the bad guy. Yeah, no you're still the bad guy. What, yeah. what was it? X Pilots, right? That we used to go to in Mexico? Yeah. It wasn't X Fighters, it was X Pilots. No, yeah. X Pelotas. Yeah. I showed up one time and they didn't have any judges and they just like looked at me and this other dude and they're like, hey, you guys are judging this time. I'm like, are you guys serious right now? And like Mexico for Freestyle Moto, they would sell out like entire really? song. Oh, yeah. You're dude. like, what's my day rate? Yeah, you, you would have like 30,000 fans yeah. in the They're in like the bull fighting ring. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They're like, we're going to give you three Modellos and yeah. uh, you're going to judge this contest. And all of a sudden, that was like, sold. I'm the judge of X Pilots. But dude, that's a, it's a stressful job. Because like, yeah, especially in Mexico, they'll shoot you. They will. Yeah, dude, you don't want that deal to go wrong. I've only judged one contest and it was in Mexico City. Really? Dude, I went there. It was like some. Snickers demo thing like it was a huge music festival and <laughs> Snickers was the main sponsor and they That's flew me sold you they, huh? dude, they like, flew Snickers, me out there I'm fucking there well, they flew me out there to do a demo on some dirt jumps and I'm like all right cool so we get there and the jumps are like as big as the table not like a little bit bigger but small and I'm like all right I could I could work with these I was 22 at the time and uh, I might have been 21 21 22 anyways I was like all right cool and they're like yeah man so uh you ready to judge this and I'm like what? Like I thought I was here to ride. Yeah, um, I thought I was here to ride. I rode a little bit, and then I had to judge it. And like the language barrier was so bad, like it was the hardest thing ever. At least they weren't like, "Hey, uh, this is a four foot jump. Can you double flip this?" Yeah, right. You're like, "Ooh, good decade." Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> but you wait, hold on. Where you medaled, right? You got a silver medal in 2015. Yeah, I mean that's pretty yes. big deal. See. That's kind of see. <laughs> that's like that's like kind of a all right, I guess, right? Yeah, it's definitely uh way is that good? up there one of my highlights. Is that is that good? Yeah, I'm pretty damn stoked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it, it, it's so crazy, man. Like the contest scene for a long time, like I went there and I put a lot of pressure on myself to do good and I noticed the harder I tried, the worse I would do. And that's how it went forever. And then it got to the point to where I just got so pissed off. I said, you know, screw this contest. Screw everybody. I don't care. I'm going to do what I want. You're like, I'm just going to go have fun. I'm going to go have fun. And that's when I started doing a lot better. That contest specifically was a prime example of what happened. I remember like I got there. It was windy. I went to flip whip the first set. And I sprocket case it. And it was my first run. And I got so pissed. I'm like, you fucking hardly ever flip whip. Why are you even doing this right now? <laughs> but like a flip whip is one of those tricks to where I know it will work on the right setup, right jump, right day. You know, like I, I know it's in my head. I know if I try it, it's going to work. This day I was forcing it. And I sprocket case screwed up. I was so pissed off. And I got up to the rolling for my second run. I said, you know what? Screw this contest. I'm doing a three bar hump. And I got put in first place. I did the same run I was going to do, but instead of the flip up, I did a 360 <laughs> bar hump. And they put me in first place. Then Kyle Baldock went, and, and uh, we had a three-way tie, actually, all the way to the very last run of the contest. And it was between me, Chris Doyle, and Kyle Baldock. 
to the last run of the contest. And hey, I did the uh, fact that you were still on a tie with a with three, three bar, bar huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I and I did my next run and I remember like I was practicing double flips a lot of the time. I was gonna double flip it and I like screwed up on the setup jump before it and I don't even remember what I did, but I didn't do a double. I think I did like a flip no footed X because I overshot the setup jump and didn't have the speed for the double. And um yeah, dude, it's just it's crazy. That's that's wild. Keep it fun, people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Just have fun. That's the moral of the story. But you, you still ride the contest. Yeah. Like you were every just, chance I get. You were just riding what Brazil or something not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, that one I didn't do too good. <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> like, we don't want to talk about sick, that one. Though. Yeah, so fun. The course looks super fun. Yeah. Like that was just a badass setup that you yeah. guys had down there. What uh? What was the one that was it? Argentina or where was that? Where did you? Was it Brazil? I was just in Brazil. Yeah, was Brazil that was, was the most yeah. recent one. Okay. That, yeah, that was. A don't badass listen to setup. me. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know what you're doing. But you do quite a bit of South America. Right? I love South America. It's so sick. It, it's so crazy. Like the fans down there and the people, like they're so pure still. Like they haven't been tainted by action sports here in the states. You could go do a backflip at a skate park, and no one will give two shits. You know, <laughs> you go there and do a backflip. Everybody's like, yeah, like going nuts. Well, it's it's so sick. You know, like here living in the states. We have been so jaded by action sports. Like, it's not uncommon to be like, okay, your school gets a BMX show today, you know? <laughs> like, we all got to see that growing up living here for the most part. Yeah. Down there, people, they, in, people in Kansas are like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why didn't I get one of those? Yeah, but still, like, we have XMs, we have all this stuff. Yeah. Down in South America, they don't have pros coming all the time from different countries to their spots, you know? It's just their local scenes. It's way different. Dude, yeah. so, like, they, they really appreciate what we do down there and what they do, too. And, and the South American riders are so amazing. They're so talented down there. It's well, sick. Well, going into that aspect of uh, the industry, like, that's cool because I love that part. Like, you guys get to go down there. Yeah. And, like, you, it's cool. They, they respect it. Yeah. Now, Red Bull featured a bunch of riders in Lagos in Nigeria that BMX, like, took yep. off in Nigeria. Like, have you had an opportunity to talk about possibly going over there and riding with those dudes? Because they have, like, a whole, like, badass BMX street culture going oh, on over yeah. in Lagos right now. Yeah, they're gnarly. Yeah, and it's rad. But, that like, those guys make do with what they have, right? Yeah. Like, they don't have, like... And they're so talented. Exactly. So talented. You know, and they don't have the best of the best equipment, but they'll go pick up a bike and they'll oh. make whatever work. And they don't have, like, a set of dirt jumps that yeah, they can ride. They, they have, have a crack a... all the way around their down tube, and they're still going to go jump down a 12 stair. Yeah. Because that's what they got, you People know? People here are like, um, excuse me, I would never... Uh... Now, has Red Bull talked about you going over there, like, to Africa and riding with these guys? Not for that. I got to do a cool project down in Ecuador with Jonathan Kumar amazing rider he's so good and uh my buddy hadrian Picard, Picard, he's a french filmer he pitched this plan to them to go down there film with this guy and do an uh episode about him and his hometown and all that because he's like an up-and-coming guy and i gotta go down there and like kind of not, not be the host but like interview him and ride with him and like experience where he comes from his culture all that stuff and it's just so different than anything we know here you know no like his mom made me iguana yeah, he's yeah. like, "What do you want to eat, man?" I was like, "Iguana." Kind of joking around. He's like, "Really? My yeah. mom makes the best it's iguana." iguana. <laughs> I'm like, "Heck yeah, let's do it!" You're like, "Wait, for real? <laughs> like, for real?" No, uh, was like, where were you, where were you at? Were you in Quito? Or yeah, you, well, we went to Quito and then we went to Playas. 
It's okay. like a little beach, beach town, town that he lives on. Is that, is is that where the diet started? Uh, keto? keto di- yeah, uh, yeah that's where it comes from. Different. Keto? Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Um, my buddy actually built uh, built this whole skate scene down in Keto back no in like 2000. Keto's sick. Yeah, 2007, 2008, he was working down there, and he built this whole skate community, gave him skate parks. It was badass. That's like cool. what he did down there. And keto, yeah, Ecuador's cool. Like, that culture is really cool. South America's cool. Yeah. All of it. It's and it, it's all like so similar, but yet so different too. It's sick. Because each one's their own unique way yeah. of life, you know, from Brazil to Colombia to Ecuador. Like, none of them are the same. No. Like, none of them are the same. They're all fun. Chile's awesome. Peru's really, really fun too. I would down love there. to go to either of those. Haven't been yet. No, you got. You Matt's got to get... traveled. If you haven't, if you can't fucking tell, cool. No, you, you <laughs> we got... get it, dude. You fly, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you got to go full circle because you worked at Prehistoric Pets. Oh. And then you got to eat. Shout out to Jay Brewer. <laughs> we're oh. trying to. Get, we're, we're trying, trying to get, get Jay, Jay on. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, you know Jay. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up with that guy. Yeah, kind of, kind of know him a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I've known him longer than you. You guys, well, actually, you me. probably know him longer than me. <laughs> I don't know. Because I started helping out there when I was twelve. Now you guys, and I met you when you were twelve, so you probably knew him before me. Eh, maybe. I mean, my parents worked there like when it started. Yeah, so, so you definitely knew him before me. It's been in the family, yeah, I guess you could say. Jay's awesome. Get him out here, dude. Yeah. We're, we're trying to. I think we're, we're, we're going to go down there to him just so yeah. we can get a bunch of stuff on the show. But that'd be good. We're trying to get Matt to wear a couple That's snakes That's going to be hard to carry that around, though, on like yeah. a big board. It's yeah, heavy. No, we, the we, mahogany's really, yeah, really just heavy. Just try to make it look like you're still here. <laughs> we have to hire people to carry our mahogany right? around. It's big tough, time. man. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 this is real, guys. Full production. Full mahogany. production. But... Um, I mean, you guys, I, I, reptiles have always like kind of creeped me out. Like I had an iguana. I love it. I had an iguana. I had an iguana as a as a pet when I was a kid, and the stupid thing would always get out of the cage in the middle of the night and just be like, I'd wake up, whip you with his tail, (laughs) scratch you. But I would because you didn't feed the thing, Matt. It's probably pissed off. Eat lettuce, all right. (laughs) I was feeding it steak. Didn't like it. (laughs) Excuse me, I have like salt water coming on my nose. Oh. Too much surf. Big surfer guy. Hey, he was getting so pitted this morning. What uh? But what actually? Oh god! <laughs> Sorry about that. Is there a trash can? <laughs> yeah, just throw it at Shane. Over yeah, here. hand it, hand it to Shane hand behind Shane. the scene here. <laughs> Open up. Open. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, it's Open right just, here. I'll put him up. Okay. No, no, no. no. We have a trash can. Kobe, that thing. You yeah! <laughs> off the backboard. What? No, I was actually gonna ask you that though. What like got you into? Was that just something you were just always into snakes? Even when you were a kid, you were just like. Cool. Yeah. So ever since I was a little kid, I've always loved animals. I'd always like go to the bluffs to go look for snakes, lizards, all that crap. And um, the bluffs. Too. The bluffs. Awesome. That's you know where I learned about. how to ride. You're right. Me too. Legitimately, that's where I learned how to ride. <laughs> was there then sheep? Actually, yeah. I went to sheep before the bluffs. I went bluffs then sheep, and I was like, whoa, these are real jokes. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> this is little flyouts. Yeah, but no, keep going. But sorry. um, yeah, I always loved animals, catching animals and stuff. Always did that. I lived in the same neighborhood as Prehistoric Pets. It was right behind my house, so I'd go in there every day of my life. And um, geez, I started helping out there when I was 12, and I remember I was in there every day. And I remember in the goldfish tank that they sold for feeder fish, there's a couple bullfrog tadpoles. You can't legally sell those in California because they're native to California. They're not captive born or bred or whatever it is, you know. I didn't know that. And um, I asked Juan, he was the manager at the time, I'm like, hey, Juan, could I like help out for those tadpoles? He's like, see all those big windows out there? Clean them. They're yours. I'm like, done. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Spent like 30 minutes cleaning. We got these tadpoles. They probably died. I don't even know. But uh, I thought that was the coolest shit, right. though. Dude, like, I was like, oh, dude, I got tadpoles. 
And after that, I was like, hey, Juan, what else could I do? What else could I do? Like, I, I just want to help. slave labor, and it was sick. Dude, dude. it was the sickest. Like, I got I to gotta clean any cage that I got to hold any animal I wanted. You know, it was such a cool experience. That is cool, though, if you're into snakes. Dude, like, that's a rad and way I, to be I've able to. And I've always loved it. And I remember, like, Jay, literally when I was, like, 13, he wanted to pay me. He's like, Mikey, let me pay you. And I was like, Jay. I don't want to get paid because then it'll be a job and I'll have to come in and it won't be fun. I told it. I'd said that to him. Hey, circling back, just have fun, man. It's just all about what, having fun. Well, really to is. an extent, but yeah, it's like if you're not having fun, figure it out. Like, no, you know, that, that's great. Life like, I know, I know it's not always fun, but make the best out of every situation. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. But anyway, so like he offered to pay me when I was 13 and I was like, thank you, Jay. I really appreciate it, but I'm good. I'd rather... Well, come in here so I can go ride my bike whenever I want. You know, like I don't want to have to come here. I want to come nah, here when Jay, I want I'm, to come I'm here. I'm good, dude. You can pay me in tadpoles. I'm chilling. Well, dude, but that's the thing. He used to always give me snakes. Like, and I hardly ever asked for anything. And like, I loved reticulated pythons at the time. That was my shit. And like, you know, every couple months I'd be like, Jay, dude, what do I need to do for that snake? And every time he'd be like, just take it. Like, cause like I put in so much time. He was just like, go for it. Like you, you're good. And do I, you didn't, have I didn't. I didn't reptiles. What? Do you have any reptiles? We have right a crested gecko named Croissant. <laughs> croissant. <laughs> uh, no, but I used to have like reticulated pythons. Like I think my biggest one was like 14 foot when I was in high school. And um, funny thing about that, it would always. I had this sick cage setup. It was like as big as this banner, and it was five cages, and the side would open each door. And um, somehow my biggest snake would always get out in the garage. And it'd be missing for like months on end. And I'd hear my mom scream bloody murder. And every time I'd be like, yes, she found my snake. Thank God. <laughs> it'd be like hanging out of the rafters or something. I just found out like five years ago, my little brother was the one that always did it. He's like, yeah, dude, like I'd want to hold your snake. So I'd open it every time I open it. It would try to bite me because every time they open it, every yeah. time you open the cage, it thinks Thanks it's getting food, fed. So yeah. this 14 foot snake's coming out this mouth, open up my little brother. He takes off screaming, crying. Leaving the cage I open. Never told me, never told me, but that <laughs> snake got out so many times oh my god dude, snakes it, it's a weird feeling like i finally held one of the bigger snakes down there that yeah. we went down there what two weeks ago <laughs> yeah. and his daughter let a couple of them out and what how big was that one that we had on us that thing was that thing was pretty big it was you're probably looking at maybe like it was probably like 14 feet yeah. probably around that that size yeah like 150 pounds something like it was that. probably around there yeah, yeah. that thing was gnarly well but... like that was a, that was one of the biggest like trips for you because one like she fully said it oh uh, and he's and just he like, was like Ugh. holy sh <laughs> like that's how much snakes weigh and yeah. you're like yeah that's a big ass well, snake it's pure muscle and it's straight muscle trip, yeah. like when you take them off of you like you're like yeah. holy shit that, that thing was super super heavy yeah but like they've always freaked me out on the snake side because i just think that thing's gonna get on me and just start wrapping up on me but it might yeah i definitely had some snakes like constricting my neck and i'm like <laughs> see how long i can do this snakes are so cool <laughs> i can't breathe but they're so sick oh jeez. there are there are they are really cool though like i i have a new perspective after like kind of handling one oh but, shut uh, the fuck up you're no. so scared of snakes <laughs> yeah right dude <laughs> Shut up. Big he, snake guy. He was guy. laying on the ground next to it, and I was like, I went to fuck with him because he was like trying to be all cool. He's like, take a picture, take a picture. And I took a picture, and then I was like, hey, watch out, watch out, watch out. And he like freaked out. And was like, I'm like, nah, I'm just fucking with you. It's fine. You can't do that with something on the ground that wants to eat you. Yeah, see, I got no respect for snakes. Dude. Big snake guy, one time. Yeah. You know, you know, one thing I've never been a fan of is spiders. 
Yeah, no, I'm not. Like, I respect spiders. I like spiders. Like, I don't even like to kill spiders. I like to take it outside, but I just don't like spiders. I remember Jay made me hold a tarantula, and yeah. I, that was like, holding that snake, I was like, I'm cool. Yeah. Holding that tarantula the whole time, I was it's like, like uh, yeah. yeah, I was like, hair on your neck is standing up. Yeah, I was like, I don't like those. We used to get this. a ton of them up on my house. Those, I don't like those. Do you ever scorp- catch them? Yeah. Those and scorpions. Yeah. So, my parents, my grandparents used to um, own a horseback stables up by yeah. Tom's Farms. They had 78 horses at one point back in like the 70s and 80s and they did Jesus. horseback rentals. My mom is such a G. She would catch the tarantulas and put it on the clipboard and hand it to people when they checked in with a big old tarantula on the clipboard. Like, so that's where I came from. I never liked tarantulas. And I remember at one point I got a rose hair tarantula from Jay. It's like, hey, Jay, man, I kind of want a tarantula. And in my head, I was like, just hold it every day. Get over it. You know, like get rid of that. It's not even fear, just uncomfortableness, you know? And um, I held it every day for like a month. And every time I'd hold it, I'd go like that. And I'd see the fangs. And I'd just be like, ah. Dude. Dude. That's like, the, I think what scares me too is just knowing that just those things. knowing that if it comes out. They're uh, like, yeah, they're just all tucked in and they don't look yeah. that bad. And then the thing just like stretches out. And you're like, dude, if that goes in my fucking arm, I'm well, dude, done. Have you seen a pissed off tarantula? It gets back. That's what I dude, mean. Dude, it's so creepy. And they flare those things oh. out. And you're like, yeah, no, nah, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stay away. <laughs> Yeah, spiders just yeah sign me off. Too. Arachnids. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm dude, out. spiders are terrifying. I'm hey, out. shout out to spiders. We need them though. <laughs> we need them. <laughs> and for all the spiders watching out there, dude, we appreciate the you. spider lovers. We still love you. Yeah. Well, mm, does someone love spiders? I guess. Jay dude, loves. there's so many people that are like crazy into no, spiders. Love Jay, spiders. Jay loves spiders because we were helping. Uh, we were helping <laughs> our buddy Lance move, and the the you told tra- me this feeding it on the on the wall, dude. <laughs> This crazy spider, it was like a black and white, like big ass jumping jumping spider. Yeah, so they're rare. Green eyes. Yeah, they don't have them here. And I saw it and I was like, what the fuck is that thing? And Jay was there helping. And I was like, Jay, what is this? Dude, he runs up under this like moving truck and he's like, oh my God, like freaking out on this spider. And he's like, dude, go uh, grab that before it goes anywhere. I'm like, fuck you, Jay. I'm not touching that spider. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good, dude. And he's, he's like, like what? He's like, just grab it. I, I, I want to grab. Like, I don't want to just let this thing get away. And so he runs in, like, grabs a cup, and grabs the thing in a cup. And he's like, oh, this is so sick. And he's like, obviously stoked on this spider. It's a spider like that big. Yeah, it's tiny. I wasn't there, thing. but I heard the story. It's a tiny little <laughs> thing. And so he has it in the cup too. And he's just like, he's like, oh, I'm taking this thing to the shop. This is so cool. And his wife walks up too, and she's just giving him the death stare. <laughs> and he's like, what? And she's like, what did I say? What did we just talk about? And he was like, what? She's like, I said no grabbing any more spiders. And he's like, but look at this. And he's like, she's like, I don't, I, what, just take it to the shop. Don't Dude, he's keep like it at put home. tarantulas in his mouth and oh, stuff. He's crazy. Or he's, scorpions, scorpions. He's gnarly. He's, he's Steve Irwin. He's, yeah. No, 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 no. There's only one Steve Irwin. <laughs> he's like. But there's Jay from Prehistoric Pets. There's Jay from Prehistoric <laughs> There's Steve Irwin and there's Jay. He's Two totally like, different specimens, both equally as unique. He's very, he's he's definitely up there. Did we have a the, question back there? I, the I saw you field. raising your hand. Yeah, I'm just trying not to. She's just trying not to faint. She's sweating over there because we're talking about spiders. She's trying not to did faint have, with all the spiders. Did you have talk. any sketchy moments at uh, Prehistoric ever? Dude, <laughs> so back, every, every day you go in there is yeah. a sketchy moment. So back then, a lot of the reticulated pythons, which are what he specializes in breeding in, they're the largest pythons in the world. They can grow longer than anaconda. You're right over there. We're talking about snakes. You're getting a little giggly. Are you just watching the videos? Are that you freaking out? You're gonna have to be quiet over there. We're trying to uh, trying to record a podcast. I'm not here. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, but Jay back then used to specialize in reticulated pythons and African rock pythons, both super aggressive. Those African right? Wow. Rock African pythons. rock pythons. You know what I'm talking about. Those things are pissed Dude, off. So pissed. And these snakes back in the day, they were wild caught. When you walk by the cage, it would strike and bite the glass trying to bite you. They were mean as shit. Now all the snakes are captive born, captive bred. Like he's literally bred tame snakes now. Yeah. It's crazy to think about what he's done. Yeah. But anyways, what we would do, somebody'd be bent like you'd be cleaning a huge room with like probably fifty or sixty giant snakes in it. Somebody'd be bent over in a cage, so you get a pissed off snake and try to get it to bite them when they're bent over. <laughs> we used to always do that. Just try to see like if you could get it to bite them, which didn't take much, you know. Um I used to do a bunch of stupid stuff there. We had, dude, we had so much, like, so many stupid experiences there too, because we did a bunch of work there, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And I, I've told him this story multiple times because that big room in the back with yeah. all the big snakes, the breeding room. Yeah. We were working back there, and they were cleaning one of the cages, and you know how they just kind of take the snake out, like, yeah. chill on the floor until they're done cleaning it. One of them, it was a pissed off one too. <laughs> And it backed up into like this little tiny gap between like a refrigerator and one of the tanks. <laughs> and it was just all cocked. Dude, it was all cocked back in there, just standing up, like thing was just ready yeah. to go. <laughs> and Jay's like, hey, can you hop down off the ladder and uh, and help us get the snake real quick? And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> He's like, dude, just please. I'm like, Jay, Are you no, your mind? that thing is about to strike at me. I'm good. No, you, no, I'm good. <laughs> And meanwhile, I'm like trying to work on something up on a ladder, and I'm just like looking over my shoulder the whole time. I was like, I swear See to God, see if it's climbing up. Yeah, I'm like, if this snake bites me, I swear to God. Mike's coming in, just putting it on. Yeah, the he's ladder. trying to. Yeah, Mike would <laughs> I'd be like, hey, 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 hey Devin. <laughs> yeah, oh, check me high five. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm not good. Nah, snakes are cool. Animals are cool. Animals Arachnids, me. What? <laughs> Arachnids, me. <laughs> the spigolas. He's not. He's not down with. Not down with. Respect them, not for them, though. Not about them. Not about them. I'm, I'm all for them, not about them, though. So, are you like, if you're traveling, are you finding cool animals while you're all around? If, yeah, if I get a chance, for sure. Yeah. Um, every time I go to Australia, I look for snakes. I caught my first snake I caught in Australia was red belly black. I think it's like in the top. 10 most venomous. Well, that's the coolest part about Australia is like everything, everything there wants like wants to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. That's awesome. It's awesome. Well, I wanted to ask you this too, actually, like obviously being able to travel around the world riding your bike, do you have a favorite place that you've been able to go? Is Australia rank up there? Australia was my favorite place for the longest time. And then after going to New Zealand a couple times, Ooh, New Zealand, that is yeah. tied equally because they're both so different from each other. Both super unique you know I, I couldn't say i like one more than the other if i could choose anywhere to go visit right now i'd probably say japan japan i've awesome. been there once it is so awesome where'd you go um all, all over the place we went to taka for two weeks yeah um i gotta show you the okinawan sea snake by the way okinawan i got the okinawan sea snake only found in okinawa japan Okinawa is a cool spot in general. Dude, it's so Okinawa is so badass. Yeah. yeah. But we went to Tokyo. We went to Taka's like hometown. We went to um, Utah's bike park out there. Taka's buddy, Utah. Uh, he's got a bike park out there. Did a contest out there and just kind of traveled around for two weeks. That's it's so sick. rad. Dude, I love Japan. But so South America also. South America is so sick. Have you done uh, like India or the Middle East or anything? No. You haven't done the Middle East yet? Uh-uh. And no Africa yet? I, I've been to Cape Town once, yeah. and I went to Gabon, Africa. Oh, 
which is West Africa. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Super awesome. It's actually a French colony. Everybody there spoke French. I was yeah. like, what? Like, We're in what Africa. Why are they speaking French? Yeah. A lot of West Africa. Like yeah. that, kind of that whole. I, I had no idea. Yeah. And, and it's funny because my buddy, um, Patrick Guimez, he's a French rider. He's, I think he's actually the Olympic coach for France for BMX. Um, he set up the whole thing. We went out there to do a show because they had never had a BMX show. We were hired by the government to go there. It was such a rad experience. Government but gig. they said Whoa. that um, we are not allowed to leave the hotel unless we have a security guard with us because it's gnarly out there. So was that was that like probably the sketchiest place that you've been, or would you say you've gone like sketchier places than that? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know because I felt safe the whole time. There was actually there's this one point. Um, we were going to do a radio talk show for like the, the Gabonese radio station or whatever. <laughs> and the driver was driving so crazy. And he's like government security driver. Like he was strapped, everything. And he's just driving nuts. And I was like, dude, are we going to get abducted? Are we getting abducted right now? Like I thought for sure we were getting abducted. Everything was cool. He's going to leave me. But dude, here. I thought for sure like we were never going to see our friends again and family. Like I was, I was tripping. That's not good to laugh at. I was but... tripping. No, it's, I mean, it's not funny. It happens. It's not yeah. funny, but looking back. But that, that was the only time in my life I actually thought, you know, is this really going to happen right now? Yeah, that's and it didn't. I mean, I was just being paranoid because, yeah, you know, like, sometimes you, you do things in life that make you paranoid. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> I, I think you have a f fair reason to be paranoid on that one, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That one's kind of scary. Well, like a lot of countries, like you get in, and you have like a handler and stuff, and like they're in charge of your life. But like sometimes yeah. their way of life is a lot different than yeah. your way of life. Yeah. Well, they, things can well, seem a lot Just driving sketchier. alone, like yeah. we have obviously like there's rules here. Yeah. Some other places, like, there's no lane. Dude, like, the, gnarliest, have a lane. the gnarliest traffic jam I've ever seen in my life was in Gabon. Yeah. Dude, it was so, like, cars from every direction at the center section just locked up. They couldn't, no one could move. It was so bad. Oh, there's, like, no rules in a lot yeah. of Africa driving. Like, oh. it's just kind of a free It's like, hey, maybe don't do try not to kill each other, yeah. but other than that, just, just send it. You yeah, know? pretty much. Fuck that, dude. That's so wild. It was, it was a good time. Now, is there anywhere you want to go? To travel? Alaska. Alaska? Yeah. You know what's crazy? Like, my wife, like, she didn't really get to travel. Like, she went to Hawaii. She went to Cabo a shit ton of times. But she never really traveled anywhere outside of the States And um, until she met me. And, like, I take – she has a bunch of family from Amsterdam and the Netherlands. Her mom's Dutch-Indonesian. And we got to go out there a couple times. She went to France with me. She's gone to England with me. Uh gone to spain barcelona like we've got to venture out and she's got this crazy bug like she just wants to get out and i'm like babe the country we live in there's so much epic shit to see that we haven't even seen yet like yeah. why are we trying to like plan every trip to leave when we have so much rad stuff here you know that is and, true. and i get it and that's also me being spoiled because i have been able to see so much yeah and um so now we're like trying to work in the middle i'm like she's like i want to see the northern lights let's go to Iceland, yeah. and I'm like, well, how, about, how about this? Let's both go to Alaska because I've always wanted to go to Alaska, and you can still see them there. Yeah. And she was like, fair, right. fair, win, win, right? Right, we both win. Go out to Fairbanks, right? Man. I want to go halibut fishing. Yeah. <laughs> you go see the Northern Lights, I'll go reel in the fish, right? Or something. Halibut fishing in Alaska is a good time. Gosh, but I want to go so bad. That's the funny part. Cause or like, salmon fishing, just fishing. Yeah, I'm supposed to go at the end of the month back up there to Yakutat and go. <laughs> Sorry. I was supposed to go back up to Yakutat in a couple of weeks and go salmon and halibut fishing. Yeah, you're going to go it, bush plane flying? 
We might go fly into the river. Uh, last time we didn't. I might do it this time. Imagine if a fucking grizzly bear comes and just fucking rips up the carbon so cub. Tell. And then you're stranded. You've got to use gorilla tape to fix that before you can take off. Well, there, there is a real story behind that. But so like my last trip. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So no, that's what I was about to yeah. say. Tell him that yeah, story so, because legitimately well, <laughs> what you just say. That happened. That all yeah. happened, including not, the gorilla yeah, tape. Yeah. Not not to me. What? I'll, I'll go through two stories. So last time I went to Alaska, I go up to Yakutat. And um, we jump in the river. We're in our drift boat, and we're going like we're literally. Dude, how sick are the drift boats? Dude, they're so rad. And it's like it's literally just being in a Nat Geo movie yeah. like, the whole time. Yeah, like, you have eagles flying over your head. There's like moose yeah. coming up on the grizzly bears on the other side and eating li- salmon and dude, shit. Dude, literally, like we're like two turns into our float, and all of a sudden, like the guide like just drops anchor. He's like, "All right, we're gonna kick it here for a second. And I look up, and there's just like a probably like a 600 pound grizzly sow just sitting in the middle of the river. What's I'm a like, sow? A female oh. uh, grizzly and just sitting just right in the center of the river. I'm like, how do you know it's a girl? Does it have like little ears or big ears? Or They're better at telling. I'm not better yeah. at telling, but they knew it was a sow and I was like, whoo. And so I'm like, we're sitting there we're like, we can't pass the river because this thing is just sitting in our passageway. Just do right the now. air horn. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he just hands me bear mace. He's like, you know how to use this? I was like, yeah, I know how to use it. But like instantly, like my first five minutes in the river, we had a giant grizzly just sitting yeah. right there on the river. Finally, she cra- she grabbed a salmon out of the river and starts eating. So we got to go around her while she eats. But there was a bush plane up in Alaska. Like it probably happened like 10 years ago. He landed out there, went hunting and he had his stuff in the airplane. Well, a grizzly had come in, and like you've seen clubs and their fabric raft aircraft yeah. around metal frames, and it just tore all the fabric. Or off. carbon. Uh, well, the, the the carbon cub. The carbon Ooh. cub has um, carbon struts and stuff, but the actual it's still it's a, still aluminum. Yeah, it's still aluminum, steel, and also um, their fabric raft wings. So, yeah. um, Mike Pate going. Look at girlfriend's locked out. Mike Pate. <laughs> Um, is the first guy to kind of actually do a skin air- aircraft. And he's building a cup called Scrappy with just carbon. But anyways, outside of that, a bear attacked his airplane because he had fish in his airplane, and a bear attacked it, just ripped this thing to shreds. Whoa. There's pictures on the internet. And you can't fly with it shredded because it'll just tear more. No, then so, it'll fall out of the sky. So he duct taped it. That's what he I did. bet it held. Yeah, and it did. And that's because the airplane doesn't know any difference between fabric and duct tape. Yeah, so except he, for weight, but yeah. that doesn't matter. Yeah, so point. he just duct taped his wings, duct taped his fuselage, and took off and flew out of the wilderness. You think he was nervous? He probably, was a, he probably yeah. did it pretty good, yeah. though. Yeah, I mean, it Unless wor- he had like half a roll. It worked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like half of it taped. He's like, fuck. But it, but it is, it's funny because like when we fly. Should have started on the wings. Damn we, it. When we fly in the wilderness, like duct tape is a part of our yeah. survival kit. Yeah, and, it'd have to be. Yeah, and like I. Duct tapes. <laughs> duct tapes. Duct tape. Maybe uh, some flint. Yeah, no, duct tape, uh, zip ties, and WD-40. It's all you need. Yeah. Like, I've, I've punched all... ice cubes and super soaker. <laughs> and a, and a super pink lemon. Always a pink lemon. But I I, um, I punched a hole through the airplane one time with a rock. I landed on a riverbed and punched a hole through the airplane. Jeez. And I had to duct tape it up and held just as good and still flew out. Yeah. Airplane had no idea. Is that expensive to repair? Like, uh, to do an actual repair on the fabric? No, it's not too bad. Yeah. Most fabric guys are pretty cool. There are a lot of like good old boys that I, do that stuff still. I, I so, just like, heard that if you ever want to go broke, get into boating, boating or, or aviation. aviation. Yeah, yeah, both good way to go broke. Yeah. <laughs> There's what's, no money. What's the broke. saying with a boat? The best day of your life is it's when you they buy it. They sell it. Yeah. Yeah. And aviation's if you want to make a million dollars in aviation, you start with two million. Hmm, yeah. Good deal. So you know. Ah, you lose <laughs> yeah. a million. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. So. 
That's funny you mentioned bear spray. I was talking to my cousin two weeks ago. I was in Vegas. He fucking got bear mace just to test it out. My cousin's crazy, dude. He's the kind of guy. He used it on himself. Like he tried it on himself. Yeah. Wow. Apparently he like was like, it hurts. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's stop he was the telling fucking me the story. bear. Yeah, he was telling me the story. He's like, yeah, dude. Like he's from Big Bear, born and raised in Big Bear. And he's just... He's so awesome. He's one of my favorite people, but he's like a little out there. He's awesome. He uh, he lost a bet. He was doing construction and they poured this fresh, like molting hot asphalt. And one of the guys was like, pay a hundred bucks. You won't put your bare ass on that. He's like, like hell I will. Give him third degree burns on his, like this is, this is my cousin. He's great. He's hilarious. This guy sounds like a good time. Oh my gosh. He's the best time. The best time. Dude, you get Danny on the show. That would be some entertainment. He is the man. He's the man. But he was telling me how he got bear mace just to try it. Cause he's like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like I always heard it's bad. I've done real mace and it sucks, but I mean, how much worse could it be? Like that's how he thinks. So apparently he did it. This thing is for a bear. You know that, right? You just sprayed in the air and you're. Yeah. No. Yeah. He said that his dog was screwed up for like 20 minutes. Oh yeah. Like, and he wasn't even like by him. So did he do it himself too? Like yeah, just just straight. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Man, he's the man. (laughs) For for what? Just to discuss? Just. Maybe just to say that you've done it. Sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes you need to just spray your face with, uh, you know, bear mist. Dude, okay, really what nice would you do if to you let were you in Alaska life. and some guy's like, don't get that in your eye, that shit sucks. You'd be like, this guy for real? <laughs> not going to question it, though. I sure as fuck wouldn't be like, let me spray uh, yeah. it in my eye. I'd probably take the guy's word and not. Yeah. Dude, bear mace, I'm like, you could, I could literally just sit here and just like. It would it would uh, screw up this whole, like, oh, this whole office, room. even yeah. outside oh, of we'd here. Be, choking and gagging yeah. dude yeah. it's horrible you'd go out there and you'd, you'd be gagging outside yeah, yeah dude mace is horrible like you don't even have to get it on your I body I bet normal mace would kill us all in oh, here oh easily like you, yeah. you just haven't had it don't want to use it you just throw pepper spray in the air or mace in the air yeah not a request to make that happen but oh it happened to me uh, freshman year of college I was visiting his buddies I never went to co- well I went to a lot of colleges but never attended them but oh. I was at San Diego sick brag <laughs> no, I was a sick second. party guy dude I, was I went to college once actually it was twice <laughs> yeah with Pedro's class oh like, yeah he had me go guess sorry go on with your story <laughs> guest speaker Anyways, were you I was, yeah, a, I was like we're... I want to graduate high school go on sorry we were, at, <laughs> we were at a party at San Diego State and they like released pepper spray into the house that I was in the, the cops came to break it up and release pepper spray and these pellets I like shot in the room and then went like that and then exploded That's in the air fucked. horrible yeah jumped out of a two story window to and Matt dropped out of, Matt dropped out of college <laughs> instantly <laughs> Would never actually, never went never there went either. he didn't even sign <laughs> up but he, he instantly dropped out right there yeah so Not, you, you spoke at college, huh? Yeah, Pedro, our buddy, Jonathan Kakawa. Yeah. Uh, we all call him Pedro. Uh, he is a teacher at OCC for AutoCAD design, I think it is. He does some cool stuff with cars. Dude, he does a lot of yeah. cool stuff with everything. He, he's like, he's the friend that's actually a genius, but plays like he plays full the, idiot. Yeah, he plays his he's like so more like. Freaking, yeah. like he's, he worked for SpaceX. Like yeah. he's done a lot of aerospace stuff. He's literally, he's so brilliant. And he teaches this class at OCC about AutoCAD design. And he wanted me to go in there because I like I like flying kites when it's windy. I don't know. I just like to do it. It's fun. You just go out there. You just sit on the beach. Like, yeah. Do you get the big sick. kite? Are you doing like Yeah, I got two string. I got a four string one. Ooh. Yeah, the four stringer is sick. That thing's going to take you it's off. It's called the Revolution. It's badass. It's like six feet. Oh, it's so cool. 
anyway, so this guy's Pedro talking about a fucking kite right now, dude. So Pedro, wow, Pedro's dude. like, yeah, Mike, I want you to come into my class and like do a kite flying seminar. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, just come in and talk about kites because you're super passionate about flying, and I think it'd be cool. I'm like. He's okay. serious, and he's dead serious. I'm like, I'll go in. I'm not going to talk about flying kites, dude. <laughs> he's like, all right, whatever. We'll just come in. It'll be awesome. And, like, we talked about it and made a bullet point presentation. And he just wanted to meet – he wanted me to talk about, like, older women and my poops and stuff. And I'm like, Pedro, I'm not doing this. Like, Th- that's what, what Pedro is. Yeah. But um, I go in there, and it was so sick. Like, I never thought I'd ever go to college nor did I want to go to college, let alone speak at a college, but it was rad. I talked about originality, creativity, authenticity, and just being yourself and thinking outside the box, you know? Like can't teach that stuff at college, man. Well it's by a syllabus. They don't well, they well, teach if you, that way. If you take Hucker's class yeah. you can. Or my one hour seminar. <laughs> it's great. No, but it, it was sick. Talk. Everyone was so stoked, you know. I was like I told them, I was like, be original. I was like don't be like everyone else. Like Pedro's going to teach you stuff in here. Take that and use it to do shit that hasn't been done, you know? And I told them, I was like, they're, they're like, how'd you get so successful? And they're like, why do you do that crazy nose wheelie? What's the craziest trick you've ever done? And I was like, to me, the craziest trick I've ever done is the cougar roll, the hang five to front flip. Yeah. To me, that's one of the craziest <laughs> one I've ever done. And they're like, how'd you come up with the cougar roll name? And I was like, all right, well... Back when I was young, I used to be older women, and I, I broke it down. I was like, back then, like, if you were the first to do a trick, you could name it. Well, there was, like, the cash roll, all this stuff. I was like, I named it the cougar roll because I thought it was hilarious. And people know it as that, you know? And it's like, think outside the box. Be yourself, you know? Like, don't be scared to be crazy to an extent. Be yourself yeah. and be be no, crazy I, is – I mean, I, li- I like that, though. That's a cool way to think crazy about it. Crazy is cool, yeah. man. That's a T-shirt right and, and think about all the brilliant people – in this world you know like some of the most brilliant people that have ever lived people thought they were mental well that's what it's like it's crazy it's crazy until it until it happens yeah Yeah. and then it's like that's not crazy anymore and like everybody like and and i told them too i was like you know nothing's impossible people are gonna tell you it's impossible and i told them that trick was a fine example i everybody thought i was out of my mind it was totally impossible i tried it worked first try in the phone pit you know and nobody that I know or I've ever talked to, ever thought that that trick would be possible at that. I'm not trying to brag. Like I feel like I'm. Just, he kind of is a no, low key humble. Brag but no, that's a, but you're making no, a good kidding. point no, right now. No, but like this trick that makes absolutely no sense. I've still never seen anybody Lo- try log- it. And I've only done it twice, you yeah. know, or three times. Well, logically speaking, you would think like you can't almost like that. You can't. It does not work. But in my work. head, I was like, but if you just wait and then snap, there's no way it wouldn't work. You know. And it just takes one person to make something possible that's impossible, yeah. you know? And I, I, like, broke it down and I explained that to him, you know? Like, it just takes one person to make something impossible possible. No, it's a great theory. and it's Like, I'm getting goosebumps talking yeah. about it right now. But, no, like, it's, it's absolutely true. Yeah, thanks, for, uh, thanks for coming to uh, Hucker's TED Talk. Uh, that's, that'll be all for this episode. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> but, I mean, really, at the end of the day, nothing is impossible. No, it's just how much effort, a single it's, thing. It's how much effort you're willing to put in to make yep. it actually work. You can make anything well, work. Well, not that and believing in yourself and knowing that it's possible. Yeah. You have to know it's possible. Well, if you're second-guessing it, it's probably not going to work. Well, and the coolest part is, too, is when people are telling you, hey, like, that won't work. That's not going to happen. And then you do it and you prove yeah. people wrong. You're like, oh, really? That's crazy because it fucking worked. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like the biggest part about dirt jumps, riding dirt bikes, any jumps. Like, this moment you second guess, that's when you crash. Yeah. Like, you just have to say, I know I have the skill and I can do it. Dude, look at, like, 
confidence. Metzger, Mike, or Seth Inslow back then. Everybody thought that they were, that was impossible to jump over a house. Whatever. Like, all the crazy shit they did. And they're just like, <laughs> like, just going nuts, you know? And, uh, yeah, and, and that's and now it's turned into what it is today, you know? Yeah. So now, now, it's, now it's like the, we all have a blank canvas. It's up to us to what, slap on whatever we want. Just what it's evolving into now is absolutely insane. Yeah. Well, well, now it's like it's become the thing, too, of like everybody's like, oh, you won't. It's like, <laughs> all right, fuck you. Yeah, I will. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, like that's become like, like a oh, thing. Hell no, they did not say you won't. <laughs> yeah. Which... I mean, I think I actually have a horrible experience with you because when we were riding, I was like, hey, dude, there's no way that you'll flip the first one of Kitty back in the day when it was like a little <laughs> yeah. roller. I was like, dude, there's no way you'll flip that. If you flip that, I'll ride this whole place in my boxers. And he just looked at the jump and was like, this took off, <laughs> comes back around, flips it. And he's like, all right, let's go. And I was like, fuck. And I had to ride. I take, I, and it's a little jump. Yeah, it was a jump. tiny jump because I, I was like, there's no way he'll flip that. It's tiny. And he comes around and just flips it first try. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I got to ride this place with my boxers right now. So I did. I stripped down and rode my boxers. And these assholes stole my clothes and hid them from me. <laughs> Didn't you guys Good ride times. like crisscross backwards bars too through – well, we used to do all we sorts of We used to do dumb, a lot of weird yeah, shit. Yeah, we used to do all sorts of dumb <laughs> shit when we just get bored out there. Yeah. Because what did you jump? You jumped something crisscross backwards. I jumped French with my... Your arms crossed With like my that, right? arms crossed and I think my bars backwards. Yeah. <laughs> just because like you get no. bored and you just want to yeah, like, try no, stupid shit. Totally. Sometimes, like, I don't know. Or I just let Hucker jump over me and try to nose bonk me. Yeah, that too. <laughs> we could definitely make that happen. We did. Oh, we yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Was that the transfer? Yeah. It was a off yeah, of paradise. Yeah, paradise, yeah, paradise to French. Yeah. Gosh, that was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Could have like compressed your neck or you're something. You're still one of the only people I've ever seen do that too. I, I mean, think Taka did it. I, I think, think I he got did Taka too, to yeah. do it. I've always wanted to do it. I just don't I've oh, never like up. Yeah, I know. You got the skill, it's got the talent. That's when you all the good ideas flow with boredom, though, right? That's what all the well, great. Yeah. Totally. You're like, you won't do that. No. We'll, or we'll, after the second, between the first and third beer. After that, then it just gets stupid. Yeah. First <laughs> and third. That's where like all the motivation comes yeah. from in the middle of that right there. Well, that's so. when crazy ideas that are possible happen. Then after that, you just start thinking of dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I think we need to ask you because we've been talking about that now. Our show is called Just Another Failure. So we love to talk <laughs> Story about. Story of my life. <laughs> we need to, Exactly. All we, of us. We love to talk about the failure side of things. And we love to ask people that are on the show, like. What what's been your biggest failure in 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 life? Whether it be the writing, um, in life, whatever it may be, or just big adversity. Yeah, Dude, it's hard. There's so many failures. What's, I mean, I mean, you could talk about injuries too. You uh, broke your dude, neck, your so back, many. you know, yeah. stuff like that. It's that's. Yeah, I mean, injuries obviously are crazy failures, you know. But it, it's important to learn from every failure because if you're just failing and failing and failing and failing, there's something wrong. But there's nothing wrong with failing, you know, as long as you make something positive out of it. And I, I explained this really good to my mother-in-law, actually. We were all in Havasu, and all the kids were playing, and we're all – we have, like, ten boats. We're all on this beach, and there's a sand dune right there. And all the little girls, they're like, we want to climb up the sand dunes. I'm like, yeah, go for it. Have fun. And Linda, uh, my mother-in-law, she's probably going to hate me for saying this, but she's like, get down. You're going to break your arm. What are you kids thinking? And I looked at her, and I was like, Linda – they're kids she's like no they're gonna get hurt and i was like when Mindy and you have kids i'm gonna let them get hurt and she looked at me like i was crazy and i was like because they're gonna learn you know yeah. like if they don't go be a kid and get hurt they're gonna be scared of getting hurt their whole life 
if they go get hurt, they're going to learn how to not do that again, you know? And it's, it's a beautiful process, you know? And yeah, getting hurt sucks. I'm not promoting getting hurt to anybody, but <laughs> go you, out but, there and break yourself up. Yeah, no, you no, 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 no. But make the most out of it. You know, yeah. like I always tell people when I broke my neck and my back, it was the best, worst thing that ever happened to me at the time, you know? And I remember back then I was young, I was 22. Whenever I'd get hurt, I'd be so pissed off. I'd be like, oh, I'm hurt. I can't ride. I can't do this. Can't do that. And I just, I'd be pissed. I broke my neck and my back. It's a long story. Um, <laughs> you know the story. Anyways, it's a long story, but I learned... There's a good story that comes with that one, too. Yeah. I learned, make something positive out of every bad thing that happens in life. You know, like, bad shit happens to all of us. You got a silver it's, lining. It's, it's inevitable, you know? Look at the positive in it. I, I noticed, okay, wow, I actually get to hang out with my friends. This is cool. I'm not gone eight months out of the year like hey what's up logan let's hang out for two months dude i broke off i can't do anything like this is sick you can hang out with your family i got it i did a lot of fishing when i had a neck brace on like it was rad you know and like well i think that's the best part in the midst of failure right you can't yeah. focus on what you can't do exactly focus well, on what you can do. yeah you can focus on where you're going and where you want to go yeah. you know and um i i think failure is a great thing as long as you're striving to do better always, you know, and you make goals and achieve them. And I like it because stuff. a lot of people say, like, no one ever shows their failures. No one ever talks about No, them. hell yeah. But it's, it's, <laughs> well, no one wants no to one talk wants about that. Shit, I'll talk about like, my failures. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I have screwed I think, up, people. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what the show's all about. So what's up? Yeah, and I think it's just, like, a great catch that people don't understand anymore because there's, like, this the yeah. generation that's out there today – they don't understand what it means to fail. They don't understand what it means to like see. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> they don't understand what it means to yeah. like. Dude, you know, literally water dripping out of my nose right now. <laughs> saw a surf sesh, but they don't understand what it takes to like see the positive. They're just gonna see a failure and be like, "Oh, this sucks. I can't do this. I can't do this. It's all I can." You know, yeah. no, there's nothing in there that says like, "No, I could still do this." I hate the word "can't." I, I yeah, really do. You know, you you can't until you can. Yeah, you know. And and I struggle with that still to this day, you know, like there's things I want to do. And one one here, here's a failure that I have. I always put up the what ifs with shit I want to do instead of just going after it and doing it. I think about all the bad stuff that could happen first. You know, it's natural. And something I've been working on personally is trying my best to push that unnecessary noise aside and focus on my goal. Whether, you know, whatever it is, whether... It's my career after BMX. Like, I, I, I haven't even told anybody this yet. I just bought BMXBikeSchool.com. I want to start doing bike clinics. Like, there's a lot of stuff. And all these things, I'm like, okay, well, shit. Oh, man, I really want to do this. Teach all these kids how to ride bikes. Like, trail safety, trail etiquette, how to build and fix a jump. I haven't told anybody this. But then I'm like, well, shit, what if they get hurt? What if they try to sue me? I think about all the what ifs instead of the 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 main goal you know well that's funny that you actually say that because we actually right before covid rah, started rah, rah. no with mountain like, biking oh mountain bike we we started we started but um we actually did a mountain bike school literally right before covid happened. yeah and we and were like we had we had students lined up yeah. like to start teaching yeah. and everything we ran courses up at santa's village that's so sick yeah, yeah those guys are rad shout out sky park but 
I mean, we had this whole deal set up. Like, hey, we're we were gonna work with manufacturers, yeah. do bikes, get people do out bike there. fittings, yeah, all that stuff. Exactly. Sure. And that's what we wanted to do. And then COVID hit yeah. and shut like we still want to do well, that. Well, you know, yeah. it's thriving more than ever now, so now's yeah. your time. Jump exactly. back yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back on it. Stop stop I mean, saying the what if with that well, damn the, COVID thing. And, the, and ba- actually, the biggest problem is things are opening up. We're gonna just wear a mask. We're gonna get we all got tested two days ago, by the way. Yeah, this is all uh legit. Negative, negative, negative. Yeah, super negative Nancy's over here. Um no, but I was going to say, maybe we'll get in uh, contact with Hucker and get a little bike school coming up. What's up? Well, I think like, I just, I talked to Christian Besserin, and he does clinics one day a week at the local racetrack at Hollywood Sports Park. I, I think it's the Whittier Park or something. I don't know. Or, or the, the racetrack. Ra- Bellflower, the Bellflower, racetrack. Yeah. Bellflower, Whittier. Way off. That's, um, same, same. No, but he's like, dude, you should do something. And now, like, there's more kids than ever at Sheep, you know? Yeah. And I see all these kids and they're stopping at jumps and like they're endangering not only themselves, but everybody else there. And they, they don't know any better. They just don't and the know. Parents, That's the thing. the yeah. parents don't know any better either, you know? Exactly, yeah. So obviously, you know, one, uh, promote trail safety, trail etiquette. That is key. Uh, bike safety and then skills, you know, bike skills. Basic and then bike how skill, to, yeah. why it's important to maintain a jump, teach them how to fix a jump so they could do it on their own. One of the things that kids don't get enough is that to go outside and go build a jump. Like, well, right. I mean, that's how, like, they don't do that anymore, you know? I mean, for me, for you, and I mean, even Matt, that's was my childhood growing yeah, up. Yeah, that's too. all I did was yeah. after school, I went down to sheep and it was like, I, I didn't really have anybody you know teach me per se but i was going down there every yeah. single day and it's like when you i thought you said you kind of taught me a little bit. <laughs> he's my elder i respect <laughs> no but it was like that but that was but that's what it was though it's like you hang out with all those dudes and get involved in that and yeah. it's like that's how you learn so it's like if you take that as yeah. you being that person already and just grabbing a handful of kids and being like dude look how cool this is and it's like one, it keeps them out of trouble. Yeah. Two, it gets them involved in something that could potentially be something cool for the rest well, of their lives. it gives lives. them a sense of independence and yeah. confidence, you know? It's like they could yeah. build something and be like, wow, I built that, you yeah, know? Exactly. And they just don't know how to do it. And um, it, it's crazy. Right before COVID hit, I did, like, I've, I've gone up to Woodward West a lot over the past 15 years, like a lot. And there's the, my Woodward family up there. And every year we're like, yeah, we should do a dirt specific week because they have epic trails up there. And they, the campers only get around them the last hour of daylight because it's too hot during the day. You need to water them. And it's so hot that the water dries up instantly. You can't ride them when they're dry, all this stuff. And um, we always talked about doing a dirt specific week that's, that caters toward the dirt jumps, you know? And we finally like buckled down, made a plan, did it. And, um, Every day we did morning instruction at the trails. We taught the kids bike etiquette or trail etiquette. We taught them all how to maintain the jumps, build jumps, why it's important to water and sweep the jumps. Like there's a lot of safety factors that go into it. You know, if there's a bunch of loose dirt, you're going to wash out. You can get knocked out. You can break something like who knows. And um, we taught them all this stuff every single day, all day long. Kids are coming up to me just saying, hey, Hucker, Hucker, can we go build at the, can we go dig? Yeah. Can we go dig? You're at Woodward. Go ride your bike. Right. <laughs> all they wanted to do was dig. You're at the and, prime riding spot dude, in your life. And it, they, the dudes at Woodward said that that was one of the most successful bike weeks Woodward West had ever had when it came to engaging with the kids in one specific thing. Yeah. And so last year, we are going to do it again, but really blow it up. And they gave me a week to do an Instagram contest, give away a free week of camp for Dirt Week. 
and I was going to talk to all my sponsors. I was going to build up the exact same bike I went. So I was going to do an Instagram contest. And I was going to be build a dirt jump. The dirt, I'm doing an Instagram contest, build a dirt jump. It could be any type of dirt jump. doesn't matter. It could be a two inch bump or a 10 foot jump. And you have to film it, you building it and riding it. And I'll pick a random winner. That's sick. And That's a dude, idea. it was so sick. I had all my sponsors involved. Woodward was super stoked on it. And then COVID it. Yeah. <laughs> Messed up so much. COVID's stuff. ruined everything. And then, and then I talked about it. I'm like, well, shit, dude. Like, I should do that this year, but do it at every Woodward that has trails. And I talked to a couple oh, of them. My agent so... was talking to them. I don't even know what's going on with it. COVID still, like, put a pretty big hold on everything. Yeah. Woodward so, West always looks sick. I've been up to Woodward. Tahoe's sick. Tahoe's dope. The trails are so rad. Yeah. I got to go up to Tahoe. I've never been to West and Tehachapi, but I've been it's up to fun. Tahoe. And Tahoe's. Tehachapi looks sick, though. Yeah. Like the trails look way I still good. have yet to be to like to go to Woodward, which is hey, crazy. I know a guy. I know. I have to talk <laughs> the, to my the, friend Hucker. There's see a if guy he here. Hey, Michael Stephen Clark. Yeah. Michael Stephen Clark. But I mean, that was something I always like respected about you at Sheep because every time I see you at Sheep, if, you, if there's a group of kids, like you're like, hey, let's do a round yeah, on the pump track. Dude. Let's do a round through Kidney. Like yeah, wherever. Like let's all. do trains. Like follow yeah. me. I'm or, or I see kids going. I'm like I'm behind you, and they're like, yeah. oh shit, yeah. Hooker's behind well, me. Well, I like, love. I you know. I mean, I don't know if it's the same for you, but I love when kids come up and they're like, hey, like. I just really want to jump this yeah. jump. And it's like, dude, let's do it. Yeah. Like, I'll show you how to do it. Let's yeah. do it. And they're like, no, you just make it look too easy. And it's like, I'm telling you, I can get you to do this jump. You just have to commit to it. Yeah. And that I think that's like been one of the coolest things yeah. now is like teaching the younger generation to do cool stuff. Yeah. And now you have younger kids making us look stupid and they're <laughs> damn riding, Jesse kids getting yeah, damn good. They're riding way better than our <laughs> than we are now. So it's like, God damn it, I shouldn't talk yeah, that kid. Right? That's no, why, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm no, totally the, the, kidding. The I, evolution of BMX I, is so I love sick, it, yeah. and every step of the way has been a very special process, yeah. you know. And I love it, dude. Like when I'm there, I like hanging out, riding with the kids, just as much as I like riding for myself, dude. Because I see the spark that they get, that joy. And you, when you tell them to do a jump that they've never done, they're kind of scared. And you like talk them up. You're like, dude, you got it. Follow me. Just go as fast as I go. Don't even jump it. Go around it. Right, did you go as fast as me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it then. Yeah. You ready to do it now? And you, you work them into it, you know? And then you see that spark. They jump something and they get that sense of freaking that rush that they've never felt before. Yeah. And you see that in their eyes. And like that to me is and what biking's all about. And you that know? smile that you just can't Dude, smack yeah, off you know their that, face. You know that that feeling that that kid just had flying through the air over a gap bigger than he ever thought he could do, he's never going to forget that moment. But it like brings you back to it when does. you did that too because like you were that kid at yeah, one point and you're like, totally Dude, does. I remember being that kid and it's like, that is what made me I'm love like, riding bikes. Right? right? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's such a rad feeling. Yeah. You know, like like kids are so sick, dude. They're just these little pure humans, you know, that aren't tainted by, jaded by what society says is wrong and right and what you should do opposes to what feels right for you to do. Like, go jump that jump. You're going to feel an adrenaline rush that yeah. you've never felt before, you know? Yeah, and just go have fun sick. being a kid. Yeah. Like, that's just all yeah. it's are like the purest humans ever. Because yeah. all exactly. they want to do is be happy. They're not exactly. jaded by the world. They haven't been screwed up. They're not like... stressed about bills. They don't care. They just <laughs> want to have fun. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, I, I hope that when COVID ends, we can go back to doing the bike school thing because that was super cool to be able to teach. Yeah. I mean, we were teaching adults. These weren't even kids. Yeah. But that was even cool to have people. We had one kid. Yeah, I guess there was. Yeah, there was. We had that little girl. Yeah, no, you're right. There we had, was. We had one girl. But it was mostly yeah. adults. Yeah. 
Um, but I mean, Devin had a. But that was super cool just we to split teach up, full adults yeah, too. We split yeah. up into different groups because there was like 14 people, and then me, Devin, and his dad instructing. But Devin had a lady that like was literally afraid just to go down the hill. Yeah. Like was walking. Yeah, her by the bike. end of the day, she was well, ripping, ripping it down. probably, yeah. right? No, and she was. Dude, Lit- seeing the progression is the coolest thing in the world. Hey, I literally walked. walked. The first run, I walked down from the top of the hill to the bottom of the hill with her. She would not even get on her bike. By <laughs> the end so of the rad. day, she was riding the whole line, and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever because she was having yeah. so much fun. And to think that you got her to that point. Yeah, it was the coolest feeling. Dude, I was like, dude, so that was, satisfying. Yeah, it was absolutely insane. It's amazing just to watch that progression. Yeah. You know, yeah. like like you said, seeing that spark. Whatever yeah. it is, whatever you're teaching, whatever you're instructing, once you see that spark take off, everything that up until that point was worth it. Yeah. Well, because like even going back to what you said where it's like you have to find the good and stuff. When you ride all the time, you do get bored. You can't even lie. It's inevitable. It's You're going to get bored and you lose that drive. Yeah. And it's like you go through those phases where you're like, dude, I don't really want to ride right now. Like, I'm over it, you know? Yeah. And then when you see somebody like that and you see that passion and that happiness and you're like, dude, that was me not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, I used to be that happy to well, be on my bike. that's probably why, like, South America hits you so dude, hard. Dude, yeah, Because every totally. time you go down there, those guys are 100% stoked you on You feel that yeah. passion dude, again. You, yeah, exactly. That reignites the fire that yeah. you might have lost doing shows then you, or demos up here. Yeah, and then you come back and you're refreshed and you're ready to fucking start over and get at it again, you know? Yeah, you're like, my Instead of getting sick. back home, like, okay, great, back into the same routine. It's like you get yeah. back and you're stoked to get back into the routine, yeah, you know? No. Try something new, yeah. figure something balance out new i mean just the stuff that you do in general as far as balance i mean you've nose wheelied down massive hills you're bar- riding the bars like your big bar rides and stuff like that like how it's long fun the- that's, yeah that's the hucker signature the bar ride the bar ride sick and then what like nose wheelies like you've been able to well you did one down like a massive hill in orange county somewhere no oh, well huntington you did uh, Edwards, Hill. Edwards Hill, yeah. That one, that was okay. So at the time, that was for a Redline video I did way back in the day. And at the time, that was the fastest one I ever did. I was filming an edit, and the filmer, my buddy Kyle Cowling, he was like, "Do you guys know Kyle Cowling? Films mean, a I, lot of moto stuff. I know, I know. I've a lot been, of super I've never actually he's, met him. He's but, yeah. awesome. He's insane like, filmer, though. So good. He's one of my uh, high school buddies. We used to ride BMX. He was <laughs> funny. He was like the emo kid in high school. And he was like the dirt bike kid, and but he loved BMX, and he was like, "Yeah, man, like super calm, quiet, never bragged anything." And he was like, "Yeah, I got sponsored by Quicksilver today." And we're in high school, we're like, "Yeah, right." Yeah, sure you did. Turns out he was actually on flow for Quicksilver back in the day. <laughs> we didn't know that, but I don't know, just being kids, young and dumb. But um, I forgot where I was going. Filmer, knows we next know. topic. No, yeah. I'm just joking. <laughs> No, but anyways, uh, yeah, that was the fastest I'd ever gone at the time. And then I did this hill in Canyon Lake. It's called Tuscany Hill, right by Lake Elsinore, actually. And I looked at it literally for 10 years, and Red Bull is hit that me the, up. Is this the one right off the, the 15, uh, the 15 right the, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. One. Right by In-N-Out? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I've looked at that hill so many times, too, and thought about, like, manual and down that hill. That's super funny. Yeah. Um, Red Bull hit me up. They're like, hey, is there any video projects you want to do this year? And I was like, oh, shit, a lot of pressure. I don't know. And I was like, actually, there's this one hill I've looked at for 10 years. I always wanted to do a Hank 5 down it. And they're like, sweet, let's do it. We'll get the permits. They had cops there shutting the road down for me and stuff. It was rad. That's rad. But yeah. um, my goal, I wanted to go the speed limit of the freeway. I wanted to go 65. The hill is definitely big enough, but it's not steep enough. 
I, the fastest I went down it doing a nose during a hang five was 43 miles an hour. That's so gnarly. It was crazy. Well, the craziest part was there's a 30 mile an hour side wind, and I had to draft behind the car like offset to get in the pocket, and then I'd still get the gust. And that the hang five was terrifying but what was scarier than that was the side wind well also i mean crazy because we do have people that don't even know what bmx is explain what a hang five is because you will absolutely trip out the fact that you're flying doing this okay a hang five essentially is a nose wheelie on a bmx bike where one foot is on the front peg the other foot is balancing like dangling and then the seats kind of like rested in your butt and you're just doing a nose wheelie I wanted to go 65 miles an hour. So you're full. You're I'm still full. looking for a steep enough hill. That one wasn't steep enough. So, so you're, you're still trying to find this you're one. You're full on balancing find it, yeah, on sure. one wheel trying to go 65. The front wheel, yeah. Yeah, front wheel balance going 65. You need to go up like San Francisco. Nut job. Yeah. So one thing, that um, that hill, I pedaled as fast as I could at the top and gotten a little ball, and the fastest I was able to go is 51. So that's how I know that you can't go fast enough to actually do it. Yeah. But we did another project. That one went so well. Um, I did five of the steepest hills in San Francisco. There's a couple that were like the they, – they scouted out like 10 of the steepest, and I did five of them uh, that were like the most steep. But there are some of them I couldn't do because we wanted to do 10. But some of them had like crazy piles, and that one piles. That one was even crazier because the roads in San Francisco are not, not smooth, yeah. dude. There's like ledges and bumps yeah. and dips and holes and like it's San Francisco. so crazy. Yeah, that one that one was scary. What about I think the, the fastest uh, I went there was like 36, maybe 38. So but the San Francisco hills are like half the size or a quarter of the size of that. They're just way steeper, yeah. you know. Yeah. What about the uh, the one uh, you did with the rolling? The rolling. Oh, okay. So, th- wait, which one? X Games or the one with the sketchy giant the, rolling? The sketchy okay, giant roll. That was in Gabon, Africa. Oh, that, that was, was the a, Africa one. Okay. That one had a crazy side win too. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, that one. Um, that that one was crazy because the deck on top was like one and a half bike lengths long, super short. So I had to hop into it and then hop into the rolling. And I did it kind of just like, I mean, you, it, it's like one of those things that you don't really think about it. You're like, oh, shit, that'd be kind of cool. Like, <laughs> I should try it, you know, just not even thinking about it. And every because if you tell everybody, they're gonna be like, you're fucking crazy. You shouldn't do that. That's stupid. But in your head, it's like, I should give this a go, you know, yeah, just right. to see how far I could get. And then you lock in and you're like, oh, I'm really doing this. I'm really, whoa, that was crazy. Well, you I know? am when you don't tell anybody and then you do it. They're like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that, well, that <laughs> but, was, but you, so you, you, it was a hang five, and then you did, you went straight into a jump, right? Or no? Yeah, that, yeah, so it was a hang five. I went down the rolling, got like almost to the bottom, dropped the back wheel, got back to my pedals, and jumped the jump. Because I wouldn't be able to hang five through the transition. Yeah, that would be, know? that'd be a little gnarly. Maybe some G forces. Was there, was there a 360 bar hump involved in that or too? Or something. I think so, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I love it. I love your 360 bar humps. It's oh, my favorite. Thanks, man. It's my favorite trick you do. I mean, Hunker just has a lot of style in general. Like, oh, he's got he's got <laughs> the main. Have some actually, fun before I die. Actually, <laughs> that's the I, goal, right? Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that statement back and say the cliff flip is my favorite. Actually, really? The cliff yeah. flip. Have sick. you ever seen it in person? Yeah. When? You're like Supercross, Boozer Jam, twice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let, me, uh, let me name it a couple times. No. Uh, yeah. I don't even actually. It's probably Boozer Jam. I want to say you did. You Maybe definitely did Supercross. one Boozer Jam. 
Uh, Supercross probably yes, but I want to say, like, when it's at Sheep Hills and it's like it's just, rare, it's just it's rare. Yeah, it's just like kind of like the boys down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Those are way cooler because it was like those are like the legit yeah. ones. Yeah, you're, you're trying to give it's it. It's like for I'm the boys. doing that for me. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like exactly. I'm not doing it because I'm out of contest. Yeah, you're like just doing it to like show off for the boys, and you know that one's cool. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's probably my favorite trick that you've uh, you've ever done. I'd well, say. Once we get uh, titties all smooth, maybe I'll send one for you, bud. All right. Well, I'll hold you to that. That's the jump, so. by the way. Again, going back. Yeah. Being <laughs> weird. Where do you throw on tits on that one? What? Do you throw off the tits on that one? Yeah. Uh, the bar. Yeah. That's the that's the trick jump right there. Oh, the Showtime booter. I always laugh. Like we'll be riding out there. There'll be like some mom with her son out there, and, <laughs> and just, like, yeah, just send tits. tits. And the mom's like, what? Like, Why is this called tits? And you're like, it's like because uh, it's because yeah. <laughs> our jump is tits. Pretty much. So you've been dropped off in a helicopter riding. Yeah. In Queensland. Queenstown, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty dope. No, no, that wasn't in Queenstown. That was in Arkansas. But I jumped out of a helicopter into a lake in Queenstown. Yeah. That was crazy. It was it was Wanaka, actually. We flew out of Queens Or no, we flew out of Wanaka, which is an hour outside of Queenstown, New Zealand. We flew to the West Coast. We stopped on a glacier, at the top of a glacier, to get ice for the beers. Flew to this beach. <laughs> Got to get ice for the beers. it was Scorpion. The I, I believe it was Scorpion Bay in New Zealand. And it's just boulders like you cannot get a boat into the the beach is just boulders the freaking helicopter pilot landed it on a bunch of rocks that are like as big as this table like literally landed it on these giant boulders i thought he was i was like dude we're gonna die we are gonna die and he pulled it off and we went diving and spearfishing we went diving for lobster went spearfishing went back and i got to jump out of it onto a into, out of a onto a lake that's pretty sick yeah it was rad decent i'd say uh, uh not not too bad I'll, I'll never forget that we got there and he's like you ready i'm like yeah 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 and he's going down he's like all right jump out and i look down i'm like you need to go down yeah can you bring dude, it, down it, was, dude, it was so high and the one i jumped was probably still like 40 feet above the water give or take that's i don't know high, though dude, like, dude that's... And, and when he first told me to jump i was like Oh my gosh! I can't believe I'm really gonna tell him this, but uh, it's a little, a little too high, man. I'm not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> not that crazy. <laughs> like, that's 200 feet up. The guy's like, uh, "Yeah, it's actually only uh, 30." You're like, "Nah, it's 200." Dude, it was it was up there. No, that's uh, yeah. Jumping off, jumping out of like high shit's gnarly, dude. It's, like it's we, different. Yeah. It's different. Especially when you're, like, looking out of a helicopter. It's not like you're standing on a cliff staring at it, analyzing it. It's like, oh, shit, it's time to go. Uh, but, yeah, it was at least 40 feet. Like, it was pretty solid. That's still high, though. I mean, 40-foot jumps are... It definitely hurt the feet when I hit the water. Yeah, I was going to say that. I mean, jumping off of just, like, a 10-foot thing will hurt your feet. It can. Yeah, if you don't know what you're doing right. But, I mean, it's... Uh, if you're if you, Devin. If, if you go in flat foot like me, <laughs> yeah. just two flippers... <laughs> Got flippers for feet. Those a little bit yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you got flat feet like me, like you know, you can't point flippers too hard. You know, you just got to go in flat foot. It also depends who you're with, because sometimes people just give you gnarly, just confidence. Yeah, and yeah. Jump off of stupid stuff and the I've, famous last words. You got it. Yeah, right. Oh. You got this, <laughs> dude. Fitzpatrick did that to me at Lake Mojave. I was out there really? with Jimmy Fitz and. It was like me, Jimmy, Biting, and a couple other guys were like standing on top of this huge rock. Jimmy. And Jimmy's like, you could flip it. And I'm like, dude, I'm so high up here right now. He's like, no, you got this. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, just send it. And dude, I was like, he, he is such a confidence booster. Dude, he's so gnarly. And I just remember like 
he's looking at me and I'm like I like turn around on the rock and he's like and I'm like getting ready to go he goes just lean back just throw your head and I'm like I am high like I am up here right now and he goes just go and I was like all right and just threw it off I'm like oh I'm doing it right now I'm doing it and dude he is the biggest confidence booster though like he will talk you into or the your worst thing. nightmare yeah antagonizing you. I almost got him and Todd Potter in a crazy fight in the <laughs> in the airport in the Dominican Republic we're doing shows out there yeah. it was like some Solon thing they did back in the day and um him and Potter are a trip together dude they were we were all like like we stayed up we partied that night and then the next day we woke up had to go straight to the airport we we're all drinking on the way to the airport get to the hotel bar or the the airport we're at the bar just drinking bloody mary's and they're hammering they start kind of poking at each other and then i'm just antagonizing them like crazy i'm like you're gonna let him say that to you you're gonna let him say that to you really i thought you guys were like metal militia like what hey, hey, hug, dude hug dude sitting in between dude, i'm just stirring the pot dude to where like they're like like pushy, like just going nuts. Oh my gosh, I thought for sure we weren't going home. Dude, those awesome. those two together have some of the gnarliest stories. I could, I've ever I could heard only imagine. Life. You need to get them on the show. We're we're, we're trying to get we're, Jimmy on. Yeah, and Potter. Yeah, Potter too. I've, I've yeah. talked to Potter. Both. Dude, them. I haven't seen Potter in like ten years, probably. Yeah. Is he still vegan, doing all that stuff? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still doing the whole vegan, and then he's running dozers for the fire service. That's this guy's it. great. For the fire service, that's awesome. Yeah, so he'll drive for the fire service in the summertime. That's cool. Potter's a cool dude. Dude, yeah. he's awesome i don't know him that well yeah and i feel bad saying all that stuff because he is awesome no he's a great guy i don't know him that but well no, i definitely got to hang out with it's, him it's hilarious back in the day. when him and jimmy are together yeah like they they literally just but they're like, both such rad dudes yeah. but they feed off each other exactly and like, it's like you're not gonna one-up me i'm gonna one-up you <laughs> you know <laughs> i remember i was with jimmy and potter one night we were in a golf cart and we were going over to jeremy's house and like if you go from potter to jeremy, jeremy who Twitch. Sick brag. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt knows so many people. But we were going over there, and I remember we were going down the hill, and, like, Potter kind of starts drifting this thing, and we almost flip it. Uh. Like, we just fully, like, almost flip it. I remember, like, just sitting there, like, oh, here we go. And we bring it back, and they're like, they just start laughing. Him and, him and Jimmy are just <laughs> laughing at each other. <laughs> Jimmy's like, nah, fuck this. Watch this. Yeah. And he rolls yeah. it. He's like, I told you I'm better. Dude, <laughs> the, the gnarliest one was Matto. Like, I remember showing up at Fitz's house one morning, and I just see Jimmy's razor just like in a ball, just like sitting outside the door. And I'm like, yep. what the hell happened here last night? Like, because I was there and then I left and went home. Dude, and they then, used to play the craziest pranks on each other. Oh, hey, Twi day. Twitch and Matto, the prank game was yeah. nutty. Dude, that was gnarly. Was it? Sorry, go on about this. Yeah. Yeah. We're cutting you off. Matto, <laughs> dude, Matto straight cartwheeled jimmy's razor like cartwheeled this Jeez. thing and just left it at the bar just in a pile just when, put a note on it and yeah. it was like sorry, sorry mate <laughs> sorry I, I can't remember what one did it to who but either Mado did it to twitch or twitch did it to Mado, and he flew their phone number over the elsinore uh yeah race and he put their phone number on an, on an he put that was twitch's phone number <laughs> yeah Mado put twitch's phone yeah. number and flew over Lake Elsinore for the Nationals at the end. <laughs> yeah. And he flew over the race and said, call Twitch for a good time with Twitch's act. Twitch had to change his phone number. Dude, that is so good. Dude, they were going back and forth for a while. Uh, dude, it, it was so sick. And every time it's like, oh my gosh, they're, they're like snarling. Stealing each other's wheels off their yeah. cars and shit. Like, you know oh what the best God. sound in the world is? I will say, dude, like those guys were Brisk. a whole nother level to hang out with. Uh, yeah. That's a... That's like a, I... I I got to hang out with them at events. Like, I never got to hang out with them at home, really. Yeah, it's a great sound. Um, I would but, do dude, they're such awesome dudes. No, I would do that, but I'm about to pee-pee my pants. So Me too. Wow. Send it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to go right now. but Hey, I mean, you got this.
this. You got just this. send it. I hey, know. believe in yourself. Please? I believe in you. Hey, just poke a hole. Just pee your pants. You won't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so warm. You won't do it. <laughs> got a little chilly through the pass. Uh, but, I mean, the BMX guys, you guys have some gnarly guys in the crew. Like, who's some of the gnarlier guys you hung out with out there? Gnarly as in what? Like Just riding, part- crazy partying. Yeah. All around rowdy. Yeah, all around rowdy. Brandon Dosh and TJ Ellis. Really, TJ? <laughs> We've gotten into some wild stuff over the days. Like, they're, they're both two of my best friends. And I've traveled all around the world with them, luckily. And I'm so thankful for every moment. And I sometimes think, like, how the hell am I still here today? Like, how did we not get killed doing the stupid stuff we did? Did you ride Back in, in the day. Have you rode Nitro? Yeah. How are those guys? They're I mean, Tra- I've met Travis. One, I've met Travis like twice now. Well, Travis is—he's another boost. Yeah, like Travis that. is rad. Dude, that guy will put your like your confidence level like up oh, here. Yeah. That oh yeah, but that's like so unfair because that guy's just talented. Dude, he's at like everything. the best at everything. everything. So when and he's he like, just automatically just thinks everybody can do what he does. Yeah, you're, he's like, no, 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 just do it. Just tilt your head back and yeah. you'll be fine. You're like, that's not how it works, yeah. man. But the BMX guys just—I don't know really many of the BMX guys part of Nitro, but. They're just gnarly. Like the stuff. Jay Tui. I was going to say Jay Tui. Sick. Yeah, Jay's a. He, he's pretty on it right now. Yeah. Like, he is so, like, he's killing it harder than ever on his bike. But back in the day, that guy, he used to have a great time. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure, I'm sure. sure he still has a great time. But, he dude, he's, time, but he's one of the most talented bikers in the world. Throwing, um, throwing quad whips. Have you rode Pastrana's like, like, uh, house on, like, on the big jump? And I've stuff? only been to his house once, and it was at the Baltimore, Maryland Dew Tour. Okay. And I went there for a party. I didn't even have my bike. So you didn't get to ride, like, I didn't the even get to ride bag anything. or anything? No. But um, so here's, here's a Pastrana story for you. Um, the whole reason I always wanted to skydive. The whole reason I even started to get my is AFF. it AFF? AFF, yeah. AFF. I'm like Advan- AA. No, AFF. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pastrana invited me to this thing in Florida. He does every year with his friends. It's called Two Stroke Week, where you ride everything with two strokes. You just party. So insane. Didn't it's, you just uh, do it? Yeah, it's awesome. It was like two it's weeks so ago. sick. Yeah. And um, everyone just rides in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You have to wear <laughs> a Hawaiian wear shirt. Hawaiian That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a beer drank is a beer wasted, wasted unless it was in the beer bong. <laughs> and um, he's like, yeah, we're, gonna, we're probably going to go skydiving one day. He's like, you're, you're certified, right? I'm like, no. He's like, you might want to get that for this because it's going to be awesome. I'm like, all right, cool. So I hit up my buddy Luke Seal. He used to work for Red Bull. And he ran the whole skydive program at the time. So he knew all the guys. And he's up in Portland. And... Um, the Farringtons, Andy Farrington and Luke Adkins, the Red Bull guys are freaking awesome, man. Red Bull Air Force. Yeah, Red Bull Air <laughs> Force. Uh, they're so rad. But I went up there with them, and I learned to jump with all those guys. There's this guy, Jeff Provo, Pro, Provisano, I think his last name is. Okay. Jeff Rose, what we call him. He's rad. Um, and uh, I don't know. Anyways, went up there. I got like eight jumps in, I think, and I got my AFF, so I was cleared to do solos. Oh, Went home two days later, went to Florida to go hang out with Pastrana for two-stroke week. And we're going to the, the jump site and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm going to jump out of a plane with Pastrana. This is sick. We go there. I'm with Pastrana. They don't even ask for my license. They just give me a parachute. I'm like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> like I, I don't even have to wear the stupid suit because I'm a student. Like, and they're yeah, like, they're like, you're with Travis. No, no, no. You're yeah, good. You're good. Straight up. Oh, I'm sure. And, uh, you got a Red Bull hat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Well, good. I did have a Red Bull hat on. But, um. We're walking up to the plane, and Travis comes up to me and goes, Hucker, the goal for this jump is find the lowest guy and beat the shit out of him. He's like, beat the shit out of him. Put him in a headlock, hit him in the dick, pull the shirt over the head, fuck him up. 
and I'm looking at him, and we're literally like 10 feet from the airplane. And I'm like, dude, Travis, I just started jumping. I have eight jumps. Please take it easy on me. You're like, I'm going to be that and, guy. Don't and, do that. Dude, this is him. He's like, oh, okay. And like, he was so bummed that I said that. And I'm just like, fuck, dude, Travis is going to kill me. And so me and my buddy Trevor, were the first, we, we held hands and did gainers because it's the kind of plan where the back end just lifts up. Yeah. And we Sky did man. a gainer out. And um, it, it was sick. It was my first, like, I was so new to it at the time. I'm still new to it, but I was so fresh in. I was a greenhorn. And um, I remember flipping over to my back and I watched everybody jump out. And I'm like, oh, before that, Travis said, the only thing you have to be very careful of is coming up to people because you're going to be going way faster than you think. Yeah. He's like, when you're coming up to that lowest guy, slow down way before you think you need to. I'm like, okay, just thinking like, I'm going to die. And I remember like flipping on my back and I'm just watching everybody jumping out. And that, once everybody was done, I was like, all right, cool. So I flipped back over, did some flips, whatever. Huckers have a good time, his body flying. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, this, I'm like thinking like, this is the coolest day of my life. He passes me at like 100 miles an hour right next to me. And I'm just, just like, down. dude, and I, I'm like, this is chilling. I go, whoa, like, holy shit. And then he gets back up, grabs my foot and starts spinning me like crazy. And I'm just like, Mike, just remain calm. Like, just let him do whatever he's going to do. You know how to, you know how to correct yeah. shit, you know? I'm like, just remain calm. Remain calm. And so I'm just remain letting him, seen, I'm letting him spinning me. I'm letting him like spin me. And then when he let go, it shot me in the craziest spin. And I was just like, oh my gosh, oh my God, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. And You're then I was like, arms no, no, I was just like, what do I do? And I was like, okay, okay, dip your left shoulder, like, and everything was good. But that was the scariest moment of my life. Hey, he went from Mike, stay calm, to Mike, we're not calm anymore. Mike, we're not calm yeah. anymore. Yeah. Bye, bye, bye. Dude, it was crazy. Mike, Mike's grabbing his. Mike's grabbing his record and he's also grabbing his preserve at the same time. Like, ah, yeah, dude. Like, he's like, pull everything. Pull. Yeah. I need all the he's shoots. He's cutting away, grabbing his reserve. Give me yeah. every shoot coming out, please. I hope I, I don't get, I hope I can't get him in trouble for this because this is a damn good time. But I know, like, you know, I, think everyone, knows. Uh, I every, think everyone knows at the drop zones, Travis isn't that, like, when he shows up. Travis, yeah, allowed, go home. Travis is allowed to do whatever he wants, so you're good. Yeah. He has gotten in trouble by a couple of I know. He got, he got, well, he, he got, got his, he got his license taken away. Right, he got yeah. it revoked. For jumping out with no with parachute. parachute, yeah, they, yeah, the, they got pissed. Yeah. that was a big deal yeah. when he did that. The drop zone got in trouble. He got banned from every drop zone because that was that was like yeah. he he had to go do it in like Peru or whatever because that was oh Panama, you're right. They did a lot of nitro stuff in Panama. Panama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only way they get away with it. Away with everything <laughs> in Panama. Yeah. They were the only people that. How would rad let is do that? that? Like, oh, they won't let us, let's go to South America. Yeah. Like, let's just well, go hey, to Panama. There's no rules in Panama. How gnarly is it though that you've like gotten to the point where you're like doing such crazy shit that like you got to leave the country? Everybody else is like you can't do that here and then he's like all right i'll just take it to somewhere else that they yeah. don't care we're good well travis was like one of the gnarliest base jumpers too because yeah. he wasn't like a great free flyer or a great guy with parachuting he just had balls of steel yeah. yeah i mean he wouldn't just jumped out of the palms like dude's, dude's just not scared of anything he's nuts yeah but, that's so crazy dude he travis yeah that's a, just a, the extreme sports crowd just has such confidence boosters though when you start riding like even riding with you guys uh, between you two going to like Regency or different yeah. spots or riding downhill with Devin like it pushes me to another which level. we've never done I know we thanks do. for the invite Nick we, we need to go we do need to go ride I got a mountain bike I, I got the big thing you got the, the same wheels. bike as me really you got the Bronson yeah I have a Bronson too yeah it's my old bike <laughs> you the, yeah you have the gray one too right See, yeah you guys same, have bike. The same bike it's my old bike <laughs> literally the same bike well, I'm taking a new link I'm trying to learn Spanish it's, it's not working <laughs> it's not you should get uh, like Rosetta Stone 
I tried that, but it's just repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I even saying? I'm saying the words. I don't know what it means. Cinnamon is the nato for favor. Well, we or, just, or it's just cinnamon toast and tacos, por favor. That's all. Cinnamon I toast and tacos, por favor. It's always fun though. Like when I have Devin, especially at the resorts, we should do a resort day this year. But like him, just he'll just go behind me to scream at me the whole way down the mountain. Yeah. I have tons of video of just him screaming. Well, because he's like he's not super comfortable on bikes quite yet. So yeah. when we'll, I'll be chasing him down a line, I'll be like, "Get off the fucking brakes! Get off the brakes!" And he's like, uh-huh. he's like all scared. I'm like, "You can go faster! Pedal! Go! Go!" And he's like, "Fuck! Fuck! Fuck! Fuck!" But we have a we have a couple of cool spots uh, that we can start building some fun stuff with some big private property. If you guys want to start Let's having do some it. fun, we Let's have, do it. We have a we have all the equipment. We have dozers, excavators, cats, skid steers, everything. So we'll actually talk I, to him about you know maybe getting a cool line set up actually. Wait, let's let's maybe talk about doing a contest because I had a dream of always doing a contest at Catalina Island and it was going to be called the Catalina Line Mixer and it was going to be <laughs> basically no no hear me out hear me out it was going to be um, stop giving away our it, ideas we're, we're, we'll bleep out the name but anyways keep going yeah it's gonna be well it's never gonna happen because it's impossible to do anything out there because well there's yeah. so many like endangered species and animals and plants out there and, and they're, they're preserving the land you don't know right rightfully a, so don't they have a lot of mountain bike trails though yeah but i'm, I'm talking about bulldozing land building oh, okay. jumps like moving earth you know you're not moving the earth for mountain bike trails it's hard to change what's like not already there yeah it's um it's just a dream i've always had and it's very unlikely it ever happened but um, it would be the Catalina line mixer. Nothing is impossible. I know, and I'm a firm believer in that, and I we know are, that. We are making this but, happen. But I'm just being more realistic. Yeah, okay. I know it's possible. I just don't know how to make it possible. Hey. And it'd just be way easier to do it somewhere else. We know the right. This, this is going to make it possible. There's a, there's a thing on your head. I right know. Right? Well, I've already talked to them. They say if I get... Um, they said if I could get permission from the island company, they'll do an event. You know how hard it is to work with the island company when it comes to endangered I'll, species, all this stuff. Like you start getting calls. you start getting the endangered species involved. Yeah. It, stuff comes to a halt real no. quick. Well, but, earth moving on a yeah. protected island. That, Anyways, that, that's actually the bigger part is the earth moving yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. But um I wanna do a contest where I take every of the craziest obstacles I've ever ridden at an event, like mega ramp dirt quarter, like a forty foot tall loop. Um, Your crazy curveball ride. I want like a fucking forty foot step on, step off thing. Like the craziest stuff I've ever been able to ride, plus more, all in one event. But have different lines, so you could pick and choose what crazy shit you want to ride. Because not everybody's gonna do everything. So but the people that do everything, it's almost like a, it's almost like a Red Bull Rampage, but like. With the roller coaster with, park in there. With, yeah, yeah, it'd be like a, a perfectly groomed Red Bull Rampage yeah. roller coaster park for smaller bikes. Yeah, yeah. Well, just I let like me it. know when you want to do this because I have the land. That yeah, we can it do might this. not you be. Don't say. It might not be in Catalina, but we can still yeah, make that happen. I, I have this. I, in, I have this in California, so I've been trying to get him to come dig for the last two years. I have property to do this on. We have Let's go. multiple places, but I've always wanted to do something like that, and that was. One thing he was telling me a couple weeks ago, because I was like, dude, let's go. Let's get a group of guys. Let's go build on the ranch. We have the land. We have the equipment. Let's yeah. go make some. He's like, but what are you going to make that hasn't been done? And But exactly what you were saying right there. Like, we have trees and ladders and stuff that you could just do. The You could add everything from everyone's cool stuff and put it in one run. And well, have a he's lot just of biting fun. everybody's rad shit. That was their dream. <laughs> well, well, but yeah, basically that's what yeah. I want to do. We'll do well, the Hucker line or something like that. Well, or, how I see, sorry to cut you off. No, how, no. I, how I see it is, the you know, there is mixer. there is Red Bull Elevation, 
which at the time were the biggest dirt jumps that had ever been in a dirt contest on the side of a mountain in Whistler, comes down into the, the main section in Whistler, right in the middle of the city. You know, at the time, it's craziest shit that had ever been ridden for dirt. Then there's Red Bull Elevation. There's Red Bull um, Empire of Dirt, which had crazy obstacles made out of wood in it. There's Red Bull Quartermasters. There's all these rad events that were one-off events. What if you take a little bit from all those, put them into one mega event, and let people shine on something that they will never get a ride again in their life. You know, like those events, they were all so different from each other. And those events were the only time we ever got to ride stuff like that, you know? And now dirt events have kind of gone away. Unfortunately, we still have X Games. If X Games is happening, who I don't even know the details, knock on wood. But th- we, we don't have anything like that anymore, you know? And back then there were so many of those. And every time we went to one of those Red Bull comps, it was something none of us had ever experienced before. Yeah. and So why not scare the shit out of everybody with something no one's ever experienced? I've been wanting to do this for a long well, time. Hey, like, I, I, I don't have the skill set to ride it, but I will help. Hey, you it. teach me how to fly, hey. I'll build the jumps. All right, hey. let's do it. We need, <laughs> or I'll build them anyways. We'll we, need to, we need to actually <laughs> sign off of this and actually talk about this in private because we can't be giving away too many ideas here. Because well, we, we, we already like, pitched it to the world. So, yeah, so hey. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> It'll happen. But, uh, it, no, we're going to make this happen because we have the location to do this. Yeah. So. Well, let's uh, let's actually legitimately talk about this yeah, because well, we this is something this cool. But uh, I we mean, need to, I think we'll. So this is what we're gonna do right now. We're gonna go buy a white limo. We're gonna get red pink. interior pink. 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 We're gonna go buy a pink limo. We're gonna have a boomerang on do, the back. Boomerang on the back. Do we want white interior, red? Yeah. White interior. We're gonna All get super interior. soakers. Yep. And we're gonna pick up Hucker for the next one. Absolutely. And we're, we're gonna come back in a couple weeks, and we're gonna do another one with Hucker. Sign me up. With we, the we're just at the tip of the iceberg, yeah. man. Dude, I mean, look at all the topics. On, oh wait, that's not the topic board. But anyways, there's more topics. Well, up we there. can talk about all the people you want to get on here. Yeah, well, we can't talk about. That. I don't know him. I don't know him. I do know him. I don't know him. <laughs> the top one though, we who's we gotta... Mike? Mike, who's Mike? McGill. I'm joking. <laughs> I wasn't trying to say his last name. Mike Clark. Oh, Mike Clark. <laughs> Never heard of her. Father's Day dads. The the top one though, we didn't even get into that part. Dude, of he is career. such a boss, man. I mean, you've been how long? Real quick, how long have you been riding for us now? You can't ask Damn, Oscar I'm so these questions. Bad at these. I'm saying nine years, I think. Okay. And you have your own signature bike. Yeah, I got my own. You know, now I gotta. I'm gonna signature for him. When did Hooker get on us? I don't even know. I'm so bad with dates. I swear, like, the last 15 years of my life, for the most part, have kind of all just blended together. Been a blur. Like, I'm it. so bad with years. So we'll go away from years. Do you know how many signature bikes you have? 25. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Do you have 25 signature bikes? No, 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 no. I'm just joking. No, I have a signature frame with S&M. Yeah. Um, I have signature grips with ODI, signature tires with Demolition. I'm going to have a signature seat. Uh, I've had a signature seat with them. We're doing another one, but it just got delayed due to COVID supply stuff. So that's not going to be out till 2022 now when it was supposed to be out in December. Do you still have the Hucker kit? It was like a mullet. Yeah, we still got those yeah. at ODI. ODI. I'm going to be doing a Hucker contest here in a couple of days. So we'll do another one for this month. And it was funny. I would, May, I we'll announce it May 1st. Pre-COVID, I think I was in Germany and I... There was a mannequin with like at an Oakley store. No it, way! It was a Hucker mannequin. That's rad. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I got a picture somewhere with I'll the find with it. the freaking mustache and the yeah. mullet. It had the mullet mustache with <laughs> a Hucker mannequin in Germany. That's so rad. Damn, yeah. I need to see that photo. I'll well, find it. Well, dude, this has been awesome, and oh, we it's definitely over? yeah time we, flies when you're having fun. It does, right? Well, we'll do more. We definitely would love hey, to have you back on. Hey, sign me up. Let's do hey, more. Hey, hey, guys, guys, leave a comment if you want to see me. Leave a comment if not. Still leave a comment. Where can we find you? You can find me here next time. <laughs> right here. Uh, every time. 
Uh, no. no, my Instagram is at mycucker. My Facebook, I think it's facebook.com slash mycucker. I have a fan page. I don't ever do it. I'm really bad with social media. I'm trying to be better. It's easier when I was younger. I was just posting everything stupid stuff that I shouldn't have been posting. <laughs> Thought it was funny at the time. Looking back, I was like, you shouldn't post that. But anyways, yeah, facebook.com slash mycucker. I don't know if that's my personal page. Or my fan page, but I don't really use that one anyway. It's just Instagram. Use them on Instagram. Go on Instagram. I think I have a TikTok. Haven't been on that in months. I don't know. Go check him out because he does. I had a Twitter like 10 years ago. (laughs) Go check him out on Instagram, though, because he'll he'll make you trip out on stuff. I did sign up back in the day when I was 21 for Cougar Life. Yes. Yeah. I got an ad, and it was like, talk to hot single cougars for free. And I was like, sign me up. Let's do this for and free. And that's the I only- signed up. Dude, I was Cub for Life 87. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is prime. My photo, I was standing there with a spear gun, no shirt. Like, Cub for Life 87. Cub, Cub for Life 87. Dude. Out of control. Yeah. And then, and then I signed up. I was like, yeah. And I was like, how do you look for girls? This was like when Tinder first came up. I'm like, I do Tinder. And then I was like, Cougar Life. I was like, well, this could be cool. <laughs> Snow Leopard Five. Well, you had to you had to pay to talk to them. So you you quickly Bro. ended that part. Yeah, you couldn't get a sponsorship. No, no, no collaboration there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no cougarsonly.com. So uh, look for Hucker at Mike Hucker on Instagram. Comment. Let us know what you liked about the episode. Let us know what we want to hear next time. Yeah. We'll, we'll then we have some. we have plenty of stories to talk to Mike about. <laughs> like so. you said, tip of the iceberg. Like yeah. this wasn't even long enough. We, yeah. we how long have we been talking? For? It's almost been two hours. Already. Has it really? Yeah. Holy shit! Hour yeah. and fifty minutes. It flies by when yeah. we're just it, having I fun. It goes. And it's natural. It's how it should be. Yeah. You know? It's just like it's conversation great. we'd have anywhere else. I like it, and but more better, but more we'll, better. We'll get Way you, we'll get you on again, and we'll get some some more insane stories because we have plenty more. Only but. if you guys leave two comments, tag three friends each, you know, because that's what people do Follow, today. Follow, subscribe, listen to Hucker, like, like, listen to Hucker. But don't, don't listen to me. Yeah, listen to everything he does. Listen to everything best. Hucker Gosh, does. That's how man. you'll be successful in life. No, well, or unsuccessful. Well, thanks for joining ways. us. Thanks for joining us, buddy. And uh, we'll uh, we'll get you back soon. And everybody, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you, you guys next week. Yeah, appreciate it, buddy. Late. See ya.